You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You're listening to the XD have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Oh, the bars! Are good? We are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. This is a dumb Hello. My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. You may be wondering why the Holy red suit. Fuck. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. It's time to commit to finding the answer to search for life beyond Earth. Have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. That's how I handle all life's problems. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Episode 121. What up, guys? It's your girl, Gidget here. I had to get my notes out because there's a lot of shit that I either we missed last week or we just didn't I actually talk have about. a lot of stuff that we have to talk about. <laughs> so do I. Um, I have a whole bunch of stuff, actually. I had to start putting them in my notes because I wanted to make sure I remembered it. But first, you can find us all over the place. Uh, guys, go check us out. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, untapped. I'm Mikey X9 on Untapped, and anywhere else, or just look us up. Uh, XDExperience.com, y'all. Dot com. Go over there. I, I want to get. I know I keep saying this. Uh, oh, guys, one other thing. I I don't know what's going on with Stitcher. It stopped updating after like episode 114. I've emailed them like six times trying trying to get that straightened out. Just bear with me on Stitcher. If you can't get it there, there's always a problem with them. Stitcher's weird, man. And I, I've emailed them and they don't give me any, like, it's such a pain in the ass. They're like, go through the facts checklist. I've done that. I don't know why it's not up updating, but if it keeps doing this, I'm just going to yank it off there and then resubmit it again. Um, just get rid of it off there and then resubmit. So I, people that are subscribed might have to resubscribe, but it's the only way, if that's the only way yeah. I can get the update, it's the only way I can get the update. But if you don't have iTunes and can't get there, you can always go over to xeexperience.com and you can find the link under podcast and take you right to our talk shoe feed, which has every single episode that you can get to. You just go down, click it, and you can play it right from there so you don't have to worry about Stitcher if you don't have iTunes. I just wanted to get that out. But you can find us all over the place. Just yeah. look us up and we're out there. y'all. That's all. Relax, man. Amped up. I got it. I got a tattoo to commemorate. You did the podcast. You did. You got the alien with the hops. Yeah, and this shit hurt right here by the armpit. That's the part that hurt. And you told me that hurt. I know, but you told me that that hurt like right there. Yeah. 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 You said it hurt like right there, and that's the only part it hurt. Under here wasn't bad. Really? Like right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like right here in the crease. Yeah, under here didn't hurt at all. Actually, I I didn't mind that under there. So yeah. Cool. I'm going to get some stuff added. But yeah. yeah, it was kind of a, I needed some good pain. Let's go get some tattoos, chick. There you go. <laughs> um, so uh, we do have beer. We're going to be drinking some beer. This is a um, by Bell's Comstock. Uh, Bell's is company. They're out of Comstock, Michigan. But um, It's a double Indiana Pale Ale. It's a double IPA. It's called Mars. I don't know why it's called Mars, but uh, let's read the back. 
Oh, did we get all of our hate out? Go find us all those yes, things, guys. Yes, we just did. And you'll find us. If you need to email us, you can email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 1-802-483-3682. I repeat, one 802 483 They're fucking everywhere. I know. That's why I hate summer. It's because it's been raining. I wake um, up and, out of, and like all of a sudden in the middle of the night, just there's a fly. I'm like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, this sounds crazy. This must be really <coughs> hoppy. Uh, okay, so this is the Mars. Uh, like I said, we said from Bells, it's 10.1 in alcohol. The uh, uh, thing on the back says Mars, the bringer of war, mm. is a double IPA inspired by the music of Gustav Holst. An intense hopping regimen imparts incredible notes and tropical fruit, citrus, and pine. While Munich malts provide balance and a deep red hue. So I guess the color is red. I guess. Can we see that? No, that. we can't oh, see yeah, it. Can. I don't have a uh, glass. You know what? You have that little that cup? medicine cup. I ain't putting nothing in that cup. Why? See inside that cup? I think Just to see the color. I think Bryce was spitting tobacco into that cup. Bryce was? That's who gave that cup to me. You're talking about that one, right? No, I was talking yeah. about the little medicine cup. Oh, yeah, that's down there. What the fuck, man? Just pour it in there real quick. No, I'd rather pour it out and pour it in that. <laughs> My jar of questions you would sacrifice? My jar of questions. We're going to do one tonight now. Fuck you. You uh, see? I don't see a red hue. I don't see a red it hue. Gold, like like beer. So I don't know. Maybe it does. Uh, maybe maybe it's, the bottle is maybe red. Maybe through the bottles with her. T- yeah, that must be. What you're yeah, because but that looks like you know I don't know. So nice. all right. Anyway, we haven't even tried this yet. So we're gonna give it a shot now. Double IPA. This should be pretty damn strong because uh, ten point one. So all right, I've already had a couple beers today. So let's get this down the hatch. Episode one twenty one. Mm. Actually, that's really nice. That's really good. I like that one actually a lot. Um, I was expecting something like Hop Devil or something. I was expecting a little hoppier back end, but um, that's good. Has a biscuity? No, I'm kidding. Biscuity. <laughs> I hate that word when people explain beer. Biscuity. Whatever. It's like when they I say, like to read some of them. I'm like, really? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, come on, man. All right. Um, it so, has notes of sadness or something like that. <laughs> come up with all this it's shit. Kind of floral, really on the tip of the tongue, <laughs> and then it rolls off back, and I get a really caramel taste that rolls into. <laughs> A hoppy taste. <laughs> a Chinook hop. It's like, okay, whatever. You either this this is this this is when I drink beer, I think of it this way. Will I ever drink it again? Well, first I think, do I like like it? Yeah. Then I think to myself, okay, this is either bad, good, in the mid middle, whatever. And then I think to myself, will I ever drink it again? Drinkability to me is more important than anything. Like if I like like if this is good, yeah. Right? But it's too much alcohol to where I I feel like I can only drink one of one those. One and done. Then, or, you know what I mean? Where if I'm going to drink this and like a couple other beers are low, if if I can't enjoy it, then the setting has to be right for me to enjoy it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's weird with beer. Everything's all about setting. Setting but and timing. So far, this tastes pretty good, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it does taste pretty good. I really like it. All right. First thing I got to talk about is some sad news. What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, my darling, I've come. Is this that singer? Yes. Oh. Chris Cornell. Okay, you want to know something funny, though? Did you? (laughs) 
So I seen you post that status and it was like a picture of like all of a sudden everybody's Chris Brace, yeah. yeah. And for some reason I Brace guess yourself. I guess Freeman posted um something underneath of 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 that. And when I went to comment I was like, I don't even know who he is. You don't know to who you. Is? No. And oh I was like, God. I don't even know who he is. And then I, I accidentally posted it to fucking Freeman's status. And he was like, what? <laughs> Everyone was confused. I was like, oh, shit. No, this wasn't meant for you. I'm sorry. This is meant for Mike. Everyone's like, who are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Uh, you, you don't know Freeman who he is? Was like, still don't know who he is? No. Free, right. Freeman was like, uh, it's a hidden man. And like, I don't think he, I think he was. a What's a hidden man? What I, is his status? It was like a picture of like them, like the podcasters. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know who he is. Mm. And like, everyone's like confused. <laughs> oh, well then, yeah. Look, uh, Chris Cornell was big. Uh, when I, I feel like I know the name. You, I just, you, I. You t- you, you'll totally do. But there's, a, uh, I'll show you a clip of a song that was where I kind of fell in love with him. Um, but then I'll show you the song he sang not too long before he died. And it's just a fantastic uh, song. But okay. So this is Chris Cornell. Okay. R. And R. this is him when he was in Soundgarden. He committed suicide, Park. right? Yeah, man. Fuck that shit. This is Chris Cornell. This is young Chris Cornell. This is like 94. Really? He's been around that long? How old was he? Well, he was. He grew up with all the rockers. Eddie Vedder, Kirk Cobain. You've never heard of this In disguises, no one knows. I guess we were like four or what does that mean? I still listen to the 50s and shit. I'm just saying. I mean, I probably know 80s. But I think you skipped this whole period. No, I didn't. Uh, you didn't know who he is. He's just as big as Kurt Cobain. He was a sleep audio slave after he left him. That's crazy. So, okay. Chris Cornell. Ah! It's a cow ghost. Chris Cornell uh, hung himself. And right after a show, and it's fucking tragic because that's the music that I grew up like in my. Right after a show, went home, did a show, then went home and or went back to the hotel and hung himself. And literally, you watch the show, you can tell something's off. He looks really calm and everything, like something's weird. Like he knew, like like he knew he was, this is what he had planned. Damn, that like, sucks. I didn't know he had a show right before. Yeah, well, he's still putting out music and stuff, but um, not now. But yeah, so Chris Cornell and, and Soundgarden, and then they eventually he went in with the lead singer of Audio Slave. They were like a lot of my youth, like them, Pearl Jam, Nirvana. It was all the same era. And he was from Seattle, so he came from that whole thing. So the only one left now is Ed- Eddie Vedder. So everybody was talking about we need to find Eddie Vedder and put him in a bubble because he's the last one we got left of, of the quote-unquote air quotes grunge guy. Um, so then I made a picture. I don't know if I shared. I don't know if I shared it on Facebook or not. But it's. Uh, you can put Betty White in a bubble. Eddie Vedder as Bubble as Boy. Bubble Boy. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. It just got so much hate for no reason. Yeah. So yeah, he, they said that uh, he killed it. He hung himself, and his wife says that it's all from the medicine he was on because he never talked about suicide, never was like that type of person and stuff. So it, this, it was really sad and. It, it fucking sucks, man. All these guys just keep doing this. Like, all my youth. Um, Robin Williams still hits me. You know, I was watching a thing, but Bobcat Gold... Was it Bobcat? Was really good friends? Yeah. Was really good friends with Robin Williams. And do you know, he, he actually... What happened to him was... And a lot, a lot of people didn't know this. He went through what's called... Um, what's that where you lose your mind? What's that called? Dementia? Okay. Yeah, he, he went started... Through, 
body dimension, not mind dimension. Yeah, and they body said it was dimension. like kind of like Parkinson's. Yes, but his he would he would just not be able to move 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 his arm and not understand why he couldn't move yeah. his arm and things like that because he had forgot in his head how to move his arm. It's it's body dimension where yeah. he can't control his body anymore, and that's what led him into this. Is it's what so sad, man. But he was misdiagnosed for two years. Yeah, and that's kind of what led. him And that's what happens. This. I mean, I know someone right now who's actually going through a lot with one of their husbands and. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, he got they put him on medication for something, and he just went psycho. <laughs> I mean, and that's what Chris Cornell's wife is uh, is saying. It's medication that that did this to him, which fucking sucks, man. It's fucking terrible. It is, and like I'm gonna play you a song he sang not too much before he died. That was just, it's just, it fucking hit you. Everyone was saying something about Hallelujah. No, he did. Oh. He did something. But. That's what I was like. Isn't that uh, Jeff Buckley or something? Well, everybody's done a version of that. Yeah, but I mean, that's the one that I know, Jeff Buckley. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Jeff Buckley did do a version, <clears throat> and it was awesome. Yeah, it was good. Um, did you watch SNL this week? I did not. Alec Baldwin as Donald Trump did a version. Yeah, of I heard someone said that to me. I don't know. It wasn't. It was funny. Saturday, I, I passed out. Uh, the Rock was on. Was he funny? Yeah, he's really funny. Is he going to run for president? Him and Tom Hanks. <laughs> I'd I vote. I, I'd I, vote. I, I totally wish. That but that the would sign happen. would have to be run for us. Run. <laughs> All right. So here's a uh, song he played. Not not too. Um, he sang this not too. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not too before his death, I guess. Not too long before his death. I guess. But that sounds like too much to say. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. All right. You'll know the song. Before his departure. It's a, it's a Prince written song. Oh, I gotta watch. I was trying to listen. You don't have to. I was trying to listen. It's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took your love away. Tell me, where did I go wrong? 
good, but I couldn't see myself drinking a bunch of these. One and done. Maybe if you mix that with a session IPA, right? It reminds me of a, a beer called The End of the World. I had it at uh, 2017, why? Really? Really? Because <laughs> more people have died this year than last year. <laughs> like, Not far, big names. I don't know. It's catching up. I would wager that. Okay. I would wager that. Wait, we up. lost, what is Alec Rickman? <laughs> no, you're thinking of... Uh, Fuck! We lost... Alan Rickman. Yeah, that's what I said! Is that his first name? Though? Why am I thinking it's not his first name? You're talking about the guys in Dogma and all that? Yeah. Is that his... Harder than a lot of them that have died did. I, it just did. Because he's got soul. Uh, no, I was just a big fan of him when I was younger. Oh, okay. I, I loved Soundgarden. I thought Soundgarden. But was if I would have been here and sat here, I'd been like, "Yeah, I fucking loved him, man." And then you would have been like trying to test me, and then you would have been mad if I just lied. So it's you're you hate me no matter what in this situation. <laughs> I, no <laughs> I just can't believe you never heard of him. I, I probably have. I mean, I don't know. Sucker, fuck good. you. Guess oh, what, guys? Look what came up as a suggestion. Just for you. Just, I'm not going to play much of it. Aww, he's so hot. Great Gustin. Can't say how the days will unfold. Can't change. I've heard professional singers that sound worse than me. I know. Whatever. I know. I'm not saying that. It was just the way that that they recorded it and then filmed it. I don't, I don't, I, it's, I'm really particular about that. Like, if you're going to do a musical, it needs to... The, the action needs to be together with the with the music. But there really wasn't any action in that episode. But it, it still, he was laughing and like doing weird stuff you in know, the middle of this. All right, so why don't we jump into some CW superheroes? I'm all caught up on Flash, guys. Since, since you're caught up, let's talk about the Flash. Oh God, I cried. So spoiler alert, uh, we're going to talk about last week's episode because this week's hasn't aired yet. So if you guys haven't when does caught it come up, out? tomorrow. Oh okay. Tomorrow. So Supergirl, t- I think it's Supergirl tonight. No, now let's see. I forgot what nights they come on because they switched. And the next year, Arrow is going to go to Thursday nights. 
Everything's going to switch up a little bit next year, too. Why? They're just switching nights uh, around. Because they're bringing in... I think Riverdale's getting Arrow's slot that they've had. Okay. And then Arrow's going over to Thursday nights. Because Legends is, like, on Wednesday nights before Riverdale. They, they just switched up. Okay. Um, so, I'm all caught up on everything except Supergirl. I got, like, four episodes of Supergirl. But, okay. So, let's talk about The Flash, first yes. of all. I fucking love this season. I binged on it. So, I love it. This season has <laughs> way more heart. It does. Then I feel like, like I a cried lot of the shows have had. a lot. Like throughout this, I mean, I really the only episode I really cried before was when like Barry's talking to the phone on the phone with his mom in like last season. You didn't cry when Captain Cole was like, "There are no strings on me." No. Oh, you didn't see that yet. Yes, I did. That's on Legends. But he says that in the Flash when when Flash puts him back in but time. There's a reason why he says that. Oh, I, was I guess confused. you don't even realize yeah, I don't why even he know. said that. He just said and no then Arrow, on me. Oliver says it at one point in this season in like a later episode, like a newer episode, like maybe two weeks ago. He's like, There are no strings on me. So they're definitely tying that whole no there are but you know what's weird? Ultron said that in Age of Ultron. Yeah. So I, I don't know why. But okay. So Flash. Maybe yes. he's a robot. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I loved the way that they were able to tie Wentworth Miller because 24 is pretty much done now. So he was able to come back mean, in the uh, fold. prison break? Or, yeah, prison break. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So prison break's kind of done with. So now he kind of fluttered he back in. He showed up, what, like shows. two episodes Showed up year? in a couple episodes of Flash, a couple yeah. episodes. He showed up in one episode of, well, he showed up in three or four four maybe even five episodes of uh legends toward the end there he was in a bunch i don't want to think he showed up in an episode of arrow but i'm not 100 percent sure i can't remember i don't think so because the one people when in the in the scene where they all come together and <laughs> in, in flash they ask where snart is so you watched the team up but you only watched it from flash perspective yeah yeah at, yeah. Le- at least go back and watch i need to i need to because i really it's liked really that good. i mean she was adorable who supergirl yeah supergirl was adorable She's fantastic i'm and, telling you you gotta you got give that show and I, and I love like when uh when they find the tape from barry or whatever and like uh what's his face what's oliver queen is like uh he's like we need to tell him he goes you expect these people to go out there and fight aliens while time travel he's like <laughs> one sci-fi situation well, at a time that's what i've always liked about <laughs> the arrow show and i will say this season season six of arrow it's probably season two is season two and season six are right up there season two was what when, when deathstroke was at his his height manu bennett who's coming back this this week yes I made an appearance last, last week i'm gonna show you something in a minute but um so yeah so it's nice to see all that stuff happening and where are we going with that i totally lost my train of thought what were you just, you, just you like that Oliver Queen's set in the gotcha. like real world. So Oliver Queen comes in and he always puts Barry in check. Yeah. You know, like I always feels he's like he's always like I you know, I would do the same like when he tells him about his dad and all that situation, he's like, I would have done the same thing. So the flash like, the flash is all or, or Barry, Grant, whatever you want to call has always looked up to Oliver Queen. Mm-hmm. Like Oliver Queen is where he feels like he needs to be, I I, I think. But even though he knows there's moral Commanders or whatever. So, because Arrow does some some sketchy shit, like yeah. Oliver Queen's doing the Green Arrow's doing some sketchy shit. Like this, a couple weeks ago, he skinned a guy, skinned a guy, and then said he did it just for practice. There's some dark shit going on. In fact, they've named episode 17 of Arrow the most hardcore slash darkest thing that CW has ever put on television. Really? They do some some wild torture shit. I, I will have to some. check it out. But first, uh, let me show you this. Savitar reveal. You know who he is, right? Yes. Spoiler alert if you know who he is. I had to text you because I was confused. 
It's a weird fucking. I know, and then Cisco explained it. I literally watched where Cisco's explaining it like six times, and I'm it's still like, kind of like. So here's when Barry finally figures out who the fuck he is. I mean, he says it. I'm the future, I'm the future flash. flash. So many yeah. Times. I love Danielle She's Pansley. so fucking hot. He steals the screen every time yeah, she's she on. Yes, he does. It's a great CGI. I like when he's like, I forgot to tell you, my suit's cooler than yours. <laughs> I really like the episode oh, where he lost, right. where like he lost who he was. It was so cute. When he had a memory loss. Yeah. It was like Earth Two, Barry. <laughs> well, one thing that this show, The Flash, does really well is the characters can play multiple people mm-hmm. very easily. Yeah. Like, um, and I think well. they almost like it because it's like going out of like going out of character. Exactly. Everything with you is about time, isn't it? The past, the present, the future. You know all of it, right? And you know everything about me. About Joe. About Wally. And Iris. You know our strengths. You know our fears. I will say, you know Kid Flash, we love each other. Yeah. And you know how to use that love against us. I get really annoyed. Yeah, I do. It's just... We thought that we couldn't stop I've heard you because you were one go step ahead. But that's not good speaker on legends. You don't just know. Hopefully they do. I mean, because like I can't. I'd rather see Jesse Quick and not Wally. But I feel exactly. like we won't get Jesse you Quick without it. Wally. Do you remember? Yeah. When you were me. You were me. Well, they just very looked hot, even with the. Face. Yeah, but his hair was like, you know, and like he just, he's all he dark. He when he went and got long hair and Barry. Yeah, but no, this one, he just looked hot when he came out and he's like wearing the all black. Like, the way he's talking. It was, it was hot. <laughs> I was like, oh, Barry. <laughs> Collar pop. Yeah, like. I am the future Flash. It was, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I thought he just looked super freaking hot there. I was just <laughs> yeah, look, uh, they, they did some fantastic stuff over there, and I'm really happy with the way that show's going. Um, did you see the trailer for next week's episode of The Flash? I did not. I have not watched that yet. All right, I'm gonna play it. But I mean, I binged the season, so I definitely like fell in love with it. Uh, I love when you know they do the mashups. It was really cool. Uh, Cisco is beyond amazing. I would totally love to meet him, and um, Harrison Wells fucking awesome man he can do whatever i don't even care he's i love when he's just talking to like uh the scientist or whatever and he's like you need to take a step back well i'll tell you what there's one thing that all these shows have that i realize that i absolutely need and it's the hot girl right and i know it's gonna sound sexist of me to say but hear me out for a second the hot girl on the show always brings the superhero down to a Human, human level, level like Iris. She's hot. Don't get me wrong. Daniel Panabaker. She's hot. They all bring Barry down, mm-hmm. right? They bring him back to reality, keep him in check. On Arrow, fucking Felicity Smoke, who is 
my fucking god sexy i'm sorry but i think she is gorgeous as shit she and is she, why and, are you sorry that's the now, fucking truth and, and now again again this season the allicity thing is coming back and they're getting ready to hook, hook, hook back up again um they're getting ready to be back in love with each other because some weird shit happens on arrow that is i'm telling you i'm gonna show you once we're done talking about the flash some shit that's going on arrow that i think you need to watch all right bit. and then on legends you got you got sarah you know uh who's that actor girl who plays sarah we she was there at the con we didn't meet yeah i totally forget her name we met danielle pennebaker she was fucking amazing we did she loved my she i was the only poison ivy and she's like your makeup's so cool she's so like down to earth and tiny and like she was ready to for us to come back and do the interview but it's like her fucking publicist her publicist was damn it yes but yeah so you know i turned that light down not thinking yeah (laughs) i don't know that gopro shit's gonna work it's fine might as well just post it who cares we'll see yeah it only goes down for seconds so um Yeah, so here is, so the hot girl on every show always keeps a superhero bay. It happens on all the shows. That, that's what happens, except for on Supergirl, because the so hot is girl Wonder is Woman that. So is Wonder Woman the hot guy going to keep her in check? <laughs> is it the turnaround? Tell me it's not. <laughs> Chris Pine. Early reports coming out of that movie <laughs> are fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, so that might be the only movie that DC does that's any good, because Zack Snyder dropped out of Justice League. Now Josh Whedon's taking it over. But come on, guys, calm down. Uh Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide. Yeah, he's dealing with a, a family bit. issue. It's like I was telling, was it you or, or Irene? The movie's done being filmed. Yeah, you told so me that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, just editing. But I mean, like maybe he steps that down for future to see where it goes. Maybe. I mean, maybe he doesn't know where maybe, what his head's having Josh Whedon follow you up. It's not the bad. Yeah, I mean, we don't world. know. I mean, DC needs to. They don't need to catch up. Like Marvel does, but I'm just saying, like DC just needs put, to just put out needs, Cuban movies. That's what I'm saying. I, I, don't, I don't care about them catching up and having all this shit. I just want because they had the opportunity here, done right, to take over the spot that Marvel held. Because I feel like Marvel's going to start doing a little bit of a de- decline. Well, here. we said that. I mean, even the superhero thing. I mean, it's starting to. So having new characters, we have, but then again, we've seen them all. A lot of them on CW, like. Well, we'll get into that. All right, so. I'll talk about that on air. Oh, wait, on CW, they're going to do a Scooby-Doo episode with Supernatural. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, you got to catch up, man. I know. So Fucking I, there, amazing. There was a death and I was like, ah. We have a lot to talk about CW-wise, actually. I know. CW would be killing it, man. Here's next week. Come say he song, though. I cried when, on her videotape. I was like, ah. Thanks for watching. Subscribe to our channel right, to watch behind the scenes video Cisco. and more. I lo- when he goes back in time and he sees the emo Barry and he finds Cisco, Cisco's still a badass, even though like all the shit he's been through. <laughs> no, it's good stuff. Yeah. Look, look, I'm looking forward to the way this season wraps up. I think the Savitar stuff is really good. I did good. like the whole cause and effect thing oh, this yeah. year. Yeah, because so, it's true. It is. I mean, you can't always stop the bad. And like everybody has said, the biggest plot hole in in this show, like with the Flash, is he could just kill himself. But then again, they address that. Yeah, he said it called you know didn't really work with Eobard because Eobard's still running around. Exactly. So I mean, they they make you think, and you know, and it makes me cry. And like Joe, he's just amazing. Now, okay, so uh, let me throw this out. You probably haven't heard this, but there's people out there, and there's been a bunch that have said, why didn't Barry just lock Iris up in Argus? Where the superpowers didn't work, him and Captain Cold had to go in there and get, yeah, that so was that's the only time I loved Captain Cold because he's just talking about sharks and like I Shark love Week. Cold. <clears throat> I love seeing him on screen, but so I don't think people realized. You know, he's black. 
he's South African. It's not black. No, he's actually half black. No, he might be. That's he fine. is. Yeah, that's why hair. when he grows his hair out, it's, it's like curly. an afro. Yeah, that's fine. I don't, it don't matter. Um, so one thing people have been saying is why didn't Barry just put Iris inside of Argus where superpowers didn't work? But I think they forget that by the end of the episode, we find there's two things in that in that theory. By the end of the episode, you find out that he has the Philosopher's Stone, which makes all things moot. Right? Yes. Didn't matter. So even if he would have put Iris in there, he still would have been able to go in there because he has a Philosopher's Stone, which gives him the power. That's how the speed cannon or b- bazooka. Bazooka. Speed force thing. Whatever speed force it. bazooka. Whatever they called it. <laughs> um, that's how that didn't work, right? So that's one thing. Second thing is... If you do that in the middle of the episode, you blow the wad for the end of the episode, right? So if you take and you put Iris in there in the middle of the episode while they're trying to do all this, and then Savitar comes and says, oh, you idiot. Like, I had the Philosopher's Stone. You can't do this. Yeah. And then still, we know we know Iris dies on Infantino Street or Infantino, which is a, a Easter egg to Carmine Infantino who helped create the Flash. A lot of people didn't tie-tie this little Easter egg. He was one of the creators of the Flash and some uh, some I think he worked on some Thor. I can't remember. No, not Thor. Who did he work on? He worked on Flash. Thor is Marvel. That's why I said forget that. But he worked <laughs> he worked on a, cu- a couple of DC things, or maybe he went over. To the I Marvel. just want Cisco to have a love interest. I mean, he has Gypsy, and like I'm just like Ugh. he's had love interests and he's fucked him up. I know, Fuck, girl, but I mean, stuff. like uh, Gypsy's so, hot. <laughs> they all are. All these girls are <laughs> casting these shows are hot. I mean, come on. So if if they do that in the middle of the episode, then they get to the end of the episode, the whole Philosopher's Stone thing doesn't mean anything. So I think people need to remember that you can't like, okay, they had an issue. I know that they could have said, I'll just put her there. But by the middle of the episode, it would have blown her big wad, which was... And you know what? I, I did like the Stone. fact that, because like, you know, she was on Earth too. Spoiler alert. And like, I did like the fact that it was just miscommunication that that Savitar knew where she was. You know what I mean? Like, it was a common mistake that anybody would have done. It's funny because on the one of the newest episodes of Arrow, Felicity sees the back of Oliver and holds a gun to him and she's like, I don't know who you are. Even it could be like multiple Earth dimensions. Exactly. Are. So she addresses the fact that now we can't trust yeah. even people we think ourselves. Exactly. Because, because on Arrow, Laurel's on there as the Black Canary, but it's not her because Laurel's dead on the Arrowverse, but on Earth, like, 22. Yeah. She's Earth here. 19, it's Earth weird. 20. Yeah. All these so, I mean, that's things. what I love, how it was just a simple mistake by by HR. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, like some big cast- no. catastrophe. No, it was just, like... And I, it was oh, a human fuck. error. Yeah. Which is, which is <laughs> what I've always liked about the CW, is they've always put the human factor in all these shows. A big trope on all these shows did this year is about getting pa- getting beyond our past and understanding who we are. Yeah. All the shows, that's their big theme, is all about, like, you gotta love your family, you gotta trust your people you're with, because without them, you You have nothing. to embrace the past, because it makes you who yeah, you it's, are. It's, if, you, if you go back, like Barry did in Flashpoint, and then, you know, you see how you change everybody else's relationship. I mean, you have yeah. to just live in the moment. Yeah. So I love what they're doing over there on Flash. I think Flash is one of the best comic book shows out there. I'm like, ready to see more Savitar because he's just fucking hot. I don't even, I don't even care. I don't care. His, well, his s- mall face. We like, Girls love scars. So I don't know. But do, like do when he's now? fixing the suit and like, I don't know. He just looked hot. Do you get it now? What? Who, who he is? He's a remnant. He's a remnant. But do you understand the remnant from what? No. Okay. So I know that he used a remnant to stop Zoom, which I thought Zoom was an awesome, like an awesome fucking super villain. That's Teddy Sears. I I, I loved him as that character. Yeah, he was amazing. I love the whole doppelganger and all that thing. Uh, But I was confused because like Cisco tries to explain it 
So right. Savitar was a god, and then Barry created remnants, and then Flashpoint came. So right. old Barry's remnant, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I don't know where this is going. It's quantum it's mechanics, going. okay? No, it's not quantum <laughs> mechanics. It's actually quite easy. I just, just, I don't know where this is going. That. Okay. okay. That makes any sense. Okay, so time remnants. Ever Why since these Deadpool? things first came out, not what I want, buddy. <laughs> it's a Deadpool. <laughs> time remnant fights. Uh, fights. Zoom. And I love how a lot of the technology this season was practical. Yeah. Cause like um, there was actually this this new study done where uh, neurologists in Belgium are. I can I can explain it from here. Hold on. What? You got Barry. This is Don't worry. Barry, right here. This I'm is gonna this save your dad. Right no, you're gonna save our dad. Get back to Star Labs. It's safer. We're not going anywhere. We got eyes and ears right here. Either he goes, or we all die together. We believe in you. You gotta remember the multi. Yeah. Wait. Barry. Kick his ass. Teddy's here. What are the rules? Really wish one lap around the inside of this loop will produce about one gigawatt of energy. And I need 500 plus to power the magnetar enough to do the job. Once it's full, I win. Because there is no stopping it. So it is so the all one I have that ran. To, to beat you is stop you before that happens. There was two? There's two. It creates two timers. But if at any point you decide you don't want to race anymore, dear old dad number two is a dead man. As well as your little fan club. They're not my fan club. Death, Joe, and all my shots. I was like, no! Good stuff. <laughs> Why I'm gonna beat you? It's gonna be really heavy on. Let's see, see what you're made of. Flash. Yeah. Just say when, so. Alright, so here you got you got two. Just our our bear. Our bear. Yeah. Our bear. There is our bear. He's powering up the magnetar. Keep it zoomed on, Barry. Still one of my tricks my ass or something like that. So that is an actual person from another Earth, or another time. Alright? Yes, uh, he said. So there's there's Barry there. But when he travels back in time, he creates his remnant. He splits them all. So there's one Barry. Then you got two more Barry. But they're all real berries, so when they die here, they die on their Earth. So there's a Barry that sacrifices himself. This is our bear. There's that berry, there's the other berry. One, One berry. Time He's creating his own pulse. Why would he do that? Because 
If Dad's out of phase, it'll counteract that one. Wait, his body can't handle that. Then what's gonna happen? He'll die. But he did. Sabotage. That's how Sabotage becomes Sabotage. So what happens is speedsters don't die. They go back into the speed force. And you remember when he says that he was, you left me there, blah, 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 lived the, yeah. remember? So when he technically, like, okay, so that one Barry went on, this Barry in another universe dies. The remnant stays on this earth, but the team knows him as a fake Flash, or they take him as a fake Flash. But why don't they ever introduce so him? They ca- because it's on another timeline. doesn't matter. So it's like, okay, so it is quantum mechanics. So every decision you make, there's a separate sister, Earth, basically. Yeah, but that's not quantum but it, No, but it's but that's the way that Cisco described it. Because, like, whatever, con- whatever, whatever decision you make in one, you're going to make the exact opposite decision on another, yes in another and, timeline. Yes and no. This Barry, okay, so the Barry you saw ends up living on another timeline. Our Barry dies, right? This Barry becomes part of the team, quote team right so that he goes back and their Barry's dead that Barry lives instead of the other way around he goes back and the team rejects him Joe rejects him everybody just kind of pushes him away that's how Savitar is pushed he's trying to take all the pain away from all that losing everybody around him because he still has the feelings and all the emotions and memories from Barry yes that sends him and he ends up getting trapped in the future trapped in the speed force then he works his way out of the speed force and goes back in time all the way to the beginning of time way before to become a god to find savitar no he creates the myth of savitar yeah that's what i mean he creates a story that by time it reaches us is this savitar is a god yeah but he made the story by going back in all these different times and throwing in little and that's why God, that's why Cisco did the infinite sign. He said because yeah. it's one continuous loop. Yeah. There's no start, no finish. You don't know. Yeah. So he went oh. back in time to create the myth of a god, Savitar, which like is why that. Jay Garrick and all them. Know I like him that. As that. I like to see. But none of them have ever seen him. And you, matter of fact, Jay Garrick says that. And but then when he sees him, he's like, "You don't understand. We're the only speedsters have ever seen Savitar because it never existed. It was a myth created in the past yeah. that never really existed until now." Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So he changed everything to create this myth, and now people know so that now, he's God. So now, now Savitar is basically saying, if you stop me, I die. If I stop you, you die. You don't die, but you become me. So yeah, <laughs> that's the whole deal with the Flash. It's Because he says he's a future Flash. So I mean, We knew this sense. the whole time. We did, but we didn't. Like I know he kept saying he's a future Flash, and we should all put pieces of puzzle together, but honestly, I didn't think it was going to be him. I did not. I kind of had an inkling. I didn't think Savitar. I thought. See, I thought it was going to be like actually, actually Barry from another Earth, not just a remnant. Like I thought it was going to be something like that. I didn't even think. I thought it was going to be Cisco, because on Cisco's IMDb it says he plays Savitar, way back like last really? year. Really? Yeah, they fucked up. So maybe they switched it because of that and made it into the Barry. I don't even think they really knew who was going to be Savitar. Until they really got into yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like that was like all right. Who? Who do we? Which use episode use? did Kevin Smith direct? The Killer Frost one. Okay, I could tell. Yeah, okay. he did. and then he did two. I think two episodes of Super. You got to watch Super. And I do got to say, I love Kevin uh, Smith's episode of the Goldbergs. Fantastic, by the way. I love Malfoy. Malfoy. <laughs> Draco. Who? <laughs> I love uh, what's his face from Harry Potter. That's playing. What's his face? 
Oh, um, <laughs> he's going to be back next year. He, um, I love him. Like, at first, I was like, all right, he's getting old. And then, like, towards the end, I started, Tom like, Felton. Tom yeah, Felton's there we go. I started feeling like, oh, oh he's good. no, he's I good. love him. And then, like, he's good. <laughs> even though it was, like, an Indiana Jones type thing when he, like, goes and finds the stone. Yeah, but that's everything. <laughs> I mean, he had the hat and all. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And, like, the glowing orb and, like, <laughs> I really, like, I was like, all right, Indiana. <laughs> Was it that? Was it? See, I'm starting. All my shows run together. Was it that, or was it Legends, where like one of the guys was running and went under, and then lost his hat, and then to reach back and grab his hat, like total Indiana? It might have been. Le- yeah, Legends. that wasn't because the one guy wants to be. You gotta but I, I do got to say, so I mean, okay, Legends, so I'm not a big fan of Snart because of his voice. It just irritates me. Why <gasps> are you not? A fan. But I did love the episode where he helps Barry with the shark and he's like I'm not know, a marine biologist, Barry. I just like I just sharks. like shark week. Yeah, I mean like it was it was adorable. Sharks and, like, can only live you know, at fifty five point five degrees. And I love the fact that he like basically like, you know, humanizes them, like, you know, like when they go to the 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 place to get the stone. You gotta make decisions, Barry. Yeah. Even if they're the wrong ones. <laughs> like it was just weird. But I did like when he was like, when he was explaining the plan and he was like, there's only three things you gotta remember. Execute the plan. Expect things to go wrong. And then when everything falls apart, throw recreate away the plan. Throw away the plan. <laughs> throw away the plan. Oh <laughs> but the way he said it was like <laughs> It was like, okay. <laughs> it was like, okay, well then we <laughs> <laughs> I we guess do we gotta it. have like plan six B. We do it my way. Okay, I got. And, I, and I loved how like you know he was like you know saying you know uh, Barry, I you should stay the hero or something like he like dusts off his shoulder. Or something. That was good. Yeah. And because at that point, see that okay. So I'll, I'll I'll tee this up. At that point in the show was around the same time on. So okay, so when Barry goes back to get. Captain Cold or Snart. Okay. That's right before Snart kills himself or sacrifices himself for the team on Legends. When he says there are no strings on me and ends up getting killed. Or oh, kills himself to save the team. Okay. So that's why you gotta watch the other shows because there's all those little Easter but see, eggs. You, that know all what, tie you know in. what though? I thought when he got stuck in with the shark with uh, King Shark, I thought because they were like you have to put him back exactly where he is, otherwise you know you change everything. I thought that's how they were gonna reintroduce his character. Kind of reminds me of Jaws, Barry. I know. <laughs> they can't show the shark because he's <laughs> too expensive. That was such good. a nod too back to CW because that's an expensive effect, and yeah. they were like, we can't afford this. So I like the fact they did that. There's some I know, good shit. Like that's what I'm saying. That episode was funny, and it showed a different but side see, of Barry. That's how he is Mike. all the time. But I mean, it wasn't just him. It was the way Barry acted, and it was just you know the whole shark thing and like i don't know it was just it was perfect and i i don't know I just, his voice is just so annoying like when he went back into the speed force to get wally who barry yeah and then eddie was there talking yeah. to him like showing him all these people you know and then like you had snart See, like being that, his background that is man. one thing i, but, I mean love that's because Flash. that's because like you know it's the consequences you you know these people sacrifice themselves for you and these people but in the back of your mind like they still did something but that's what i like about the flash is i like the fact that every time barry goes to visit the speed force it's people that he loves the speed force takes like embodiment of mm-hmm. I, I fucking love love that i saw some set photos on flash this week and i think his I don't think the actress who played his mom is going to be there, but it's supposed to be her mom who's going to be like the embodiment of the Speed Force, force and Barry's going to have to sacrifice himself to the Speed Force. That's what's going to happen mm. this week. And so I think they're going to play into that. And I've seen some footage of like them all at a funeral. So somebody does die. I don't know who. It's not. We saw the synopsis for next year and a lot of everybody. But in the back. comics, doesn't. 
Yeah, th- you gotta kind of throw the comics away. At this because point. It, I mean, but in the comics, doesn't Barry get engaged to somebody else? Like Iris is gone. Well, there's Patty Spivet, who I wish would come back. Remember Patty? Yeah, she was awesome. She's adorable. I hope she comes back. I hope, I hope Iris is dead and she comes back yeah. for a, li- a, li- a little while. I yeah. know. I know. Ultimately, Barry's going to marry Iris. We all get that. Yeah, we. But Patty Spivet was fun. She was different. And I love how you know it all changed because of Flashpoint. Yeah, well, that was the reset. That was CW's reset. Remember, I said that when they created Flashpoint, it was a reset of all the shows. Mm-hmm. You could you could spin off. You can do Legends now. You can fix the things that were wrong on Supergirl on ABC and bring it to the CW. You could fix the things on Arrow that were kind of wrong. What's his and face? And you could fix Flash. There Not Captain Cool, wrong. the guy that goes with Captain Cool. Heatwave. What's it? Heatwave. When he was talking to Supergirl and he's like, I'm not going to call you Supergirl. He was going to some skirt or something. Like, it was hilarious. And yeah. she's like, okay. There you go. I'm just going to play some Captain Mr. Capone, oh, we'd God. like to offer our services. Capone becomes the mayor? Welcome to Chicago, Mr. Ness. You gotta watch. Is all killer. So is that why he has his voice? Like a criminal. No. Oh. You gotta watch. It's all these episodes. I'm here to set you straight. DC's Legends of Tomorrow mid-season finale Thursday at 8 7 Central on the CW. What is up, YouTube? They're getting into your head. Uh, yes, it's in my fucking head. So then I'm like, maybe I do like this. No, you I do. fucking hate it. No, you do. You do. Um, yeah, did you ever see his death scene? No. I'll just show you. Where yeah. was it at? Legends? Yeah. Okay. But he's going to be back, right? In a way. That's what I thought, that they were going to bring him back and then sacrifice, like leave him with the shark. And then they were going to bring him back, you know, and then change the timeline all over again. That's what I thought was going to happen. Here's how he dies. No. Shut it down. These are the Time Masters. They're Shut fighting. It down. Oh, there are no fighting strings time. on me. There you have so he just blows himself up. people don't care for this guy i like him i think on legends the guy who plays heat wave I, th- I like him i think he's great he traded his life for hours i like him as dracula in blade 3 he was a hero <laughs> which i'm pretty sure is the last thing he wanted to be remembered as but that's what he was I like what you. I'm telling you, you gotta watch all these shows. Okay. It sucks because like I, it's so annoying, but I kind of like it, and then I don't like it, and then I hate myself for liking it because I find it so no, annoying, and it's just oh. They're all great. I love. <laughs> Let me show you the end of last week's episode for Arrow, and then I'll lead you into some. Okay. Okay. So fucking good. I feel like we should be spokespeople for CW. <laughs> watch, watch, watch. Oh, sorry. I don't know if YouTube see this. <laughs> I need your help. I 
Fuck yeah, my new Bennett has Deathstroke. Now, doesn't that look a lot like Kurt Joe? Russell. No, Joe Maggianella guy. They, Joe they look, except this guy's like way shorter. So let me show you the Arrow trailer for this week because I'm telling you the stuff Arrow's doing. If you're a comic book fan, now Arrow is one of the shows that deviates from the comic the most, but that's fine because they always bring it back around. Yeah, I mean it's okay. I mean it's a source material, and then you can create it differently. And that's what I think DC has a big problem with. So okay. Here's the next. This what week. brought you back to the island? I need your help. Algras team up with all of his villains. There is a man here named Fight. Adrian Chase. Prometheus. He's holding my friends and my family hostage. You and me, kid. Like old times. Don't worry, Oliver. Get us out of this. Yeah? What makes you think he even knows where we are? Why does he get a weapon? I don't. I trust him more than you. Didn't he kill your mother? You know what I'm up against here. You help me take down Chase, you walk. My past is coming back to haunt me. Seems to be a recurring theme with you, kid. <gasps> Hello, Oliver. If you want to get your son back, that guy is a great you know what you have to do. As Prometheus, I have no interest in this being a fair fight. I hope he doesn't die. That's for Then the fake Black Canary. Thanks for watching. Subscribe to our channel to watch behind the scenes <laughs> video. More from Arrow. We met him. I still don't know who he is. <laughs> Mr. Terrific. Uh, but I still, I haven't got that far. I don't even know. All I know is he was a sweetheart. <laughs> uh, let's see. Mr. Terrific. There you go. You'll see who he is. He's funny. Uh, but I'm glad they brought him back a little bit. So CW is doing big tech. things. By the way, I've been catching up on iZombie, which is a CW show. Um, season two, way better than season one. I'm falling in love with this character all over again. So go check out uh, iZombie. I really loved it. I dig it. Yeah, you know who Mr. Perfect is. We're going to move on from now. I'm going to show you something else. Arrow. Um, there's a scene I want to show you. What was that? Oh, what I was going to say. In real world, I love how when they made Barry like lose his memory, there's actually neurologists in Belgium who are testing transcranial direct current stimulation which has woken up two people from a vegetative state and has improved the conditions of 13 other people so they're basically brain zapping these people back to life isn't that exciting yeah i mean and that it kind of leads to the real world i mean with barry i mean and then you just gotta have that visceral moment so i mean i am excited for this technology Maybe when that guy gets his head transplanted, that's how they could bring him back. They'll zap him. It's coming. It's going to happen. I mean, I'm excited. It's just going to happen. I'm uh, excited, man. Oliver Queen, I liked it. What? Just watch. There's a lot of wait, Batman guys. I have I have an announcement. We all have to. We have to high five to this. What? Come on, bring your hand up. The dog meat festival in China, it has been banned. Save the doggies. The no dog meat. They okay, but they think that of us probably as cows. So it doesn't fucking matter. Time. There's no fucking dog meat festival. Come on, this is a celebration. Look, I get that, but here's my problem with no, that. No, listen, no, okay, listen. no. Here's the thing with That's China. Fine. Listen, this is why. But this is okay. If you want to eat exotic meat, go fucking ahead. 
The problem is when people from China eat dogs, they torture them first. They beat them because they think that the more. What do you think we the, do with cows? It, Becky? I know, I know that, but I'm saying we torture them. I'm we saying, lock them in cages. It's the <gasps> same. No, it's the same. No, thing. it's not. It's different. No, it's not. Where what? do you draw the line? See, that's dogs. the problem. There is no line. <clears throat> an animal is an animal. No. Yes. Not a fuff. Okay, you're gonna eat How? your dog. No, because I humanly don't want to eat my dog. But there's countries out there that that's their belief, which is no different than us believing in eating cows. We don't believe in eating cows. We just eat them. Because we believe that they taste good. Yeah, they believe that they taste good. But, but there's see, no people, difference. It doesn't matter. But no, okay, it does matter. It does matter. Because Let's see, all be vegans. That's fine if everybody wants to do that, but it'll never happen. But there is no difference than us eating cows and Chinese people eating dogs. It's an animal. See, I have a massive problem with people who justify dogs and cows on two totally different spectrums. I own dogs. But if I could own a cow, I'd probably have a cow out back. But I can't own a cow. I don't have enough land to own a, own a cow. But to me, there's no difference. And I have a massive problem with people who hold one thing way up here and put the other thing way down here when it's still a life. Yes, I get that. It's still a life. It's still being sacrificed, okay? But... This dog meat festival is a disgusting thing. So it's I don't want to see you at a hamburger not, festival. It's not just the animal, okay? But it's, it is. It's the but that's why it's, you. It's that's way, why you are like it. No, it's no the because way if it was a bird, fuck. you wouldn't care. Yes, I would. I care. You don't think I get sad every time I eat meat? I do. You eat chicken every night. No, I don't. You told me I eat chicken like all the time. I do, but not all the time. But I still feel bad for that's eating a hypocrite. it. It's not being a hypocrite. It's because this that's what I'm used to. The body's used to it. No, same no, no, with, no, no, same no. With no like, the body's not used to it. You, you have put yourself in that position to be used to it. You, you could at any time, at any point of day, walk away from that. You could. Just like everybody who goes in and they say you have liver failure can walk away from alcohol or if they say you have lung cancer can walk away from cigarettes it's the same thing it's what you choose to believe in that's the difference it is and you say Listen, whatever you want it's the same it's the fluffy same thing. little dogs are not going to be eaten and so i'm baby excited cows who are eaten as veal is no is i don't is eat different. veal I protest you have against eaten veal. veal. You have eaten veal. Because mom used to get that fucking cheap shit. What was it? The the, the stuff Whatever. You... It's still the same but thing. But yeah, I don't eat that. Maybe not now, but you still eat chicken? Yes, I still, still eat chicken. You still eat hamburgers? And I said I feel bad for eating all that then stuff. Then why do you do it? Because it's good. But dog meat is not good. Hold on. Hold on. You said I, they, I eat it because it's good. Now, there's a Chinese guy living at my mother-in-law's parents' house named Schwan who mm. told me the exact same thing. We eat dog over there. Because they taste good. There's no difference. I've it's done my research we, on this. Dog does not we, taste good. It's what we perceive in our head that is what's right and what's wrong. It's not really what's right and what's wrong. Okay. I'm just saying it's banned, so I'm excited, guys. That's fine. And you can be excited for that. But just understand that the cows are whole held at the same level or the chickens or the eggs that you eat or whatever. The milk that you get is, is not intended for us, but you still drink it. Yes. So it's it's. But it's I'm all saying, wrong. listen, listen. I can't know. Okay, when they when they have dogs, they don't just they will skin them alive. What do we do with cows, okay? Becky? Most of the time, there's humane ways to kill cows. But we there don't. are some people who don't do that. But most of the time, it is humane to kill cows. No, one and no, done. It's not humane listen, to kill anything. I know, but listen, 
win the dogs. China has a reputation for actually beating these fucking animals. So do we in this country. Michael Vick was arrested God. for it. All right, I'm moving on. Dog I'm Festival has been banned. I'm excited. You don't get what I'm saying because you haven't seen stuff. So Becky, let's move there's on. No, Show me this clip. There's no difference. Show me this clip. There's no There is a difference. difference. No, the, the difference is what you feel is a difference. Show me this clip. I'll get to that, but there is no difference. The difference is what you like and what they like. It's the same thing. Okay. Just like people who like to eat seafood. Do you eat fish? No. Why, I eat crabs. Why do you not eat fish? It's gross. Because it's gross to you. But there's people, I know people who love to eat fish because it's not gross to them. But you know what is gross to them? Eating chickens. It's the same thing. It's just what people perceive is what they want to eat. Okay. We do the same thing to cows that they do to dogs. No, they don't. Maybe not to the extent, but we still lock them in cages and we raise them and then kill them, skin them and eat them. Yes, but they don't do it really alive. (laughs) If I provide you a video right now, I don't want to see a video. I showed a cow. I will show in the you United a video States. of them beating dogs to pieces I with can do fucking that. sticks and throwing them against trees Becky. because they say the more you torture the animal, the better it fucking tastes. Okay. So hear this. It is. It tenderizes the meat. It doesn't matter. That's fucked up. And that's the problem with this meat festival. But it's fucked up with any animal, not just dogs. No. See, that's the problem people have. They hold hold dogs way up here and then everything else is way down here. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's not fair to that animal. You think that cow was born to be killed, slaughtered, and eaten? Did it have a choice? Does it have a choice at any point in its life? Does Does it have a choice? Yeah, we can move away. on really quick if you just answer this. Will, does he have a choice? Does that cow have a no. choice? No. Does that dog have a choice? No. Boom. Same thing. Okay. Same thing. All right. It's the same All thing. All right. Play this clip. All right. So here is uh, Arrow. This was a fantastic clip on Arrow. I absolutely love this, uh, this, this whole thing that they did. So this is when Oliver Queen of, uh, confesses that he killed people and he liked it, which is kind of out of the ordinary, but we know this if you're an Arrow. I thought he stopped killing people. It's too late, Capuchon. The gas has only done its work. The list was just an excuse. The hood, the disguise, just an excuse. The idea that all this is some heroic crusade is just an excuse. Excuse for what? Ah, tell me! You tell me! Oliver, you tell this me! This Kill him. No. Oliver Queen. Who could have imagined? And then this is current. I know what's going on through your mind, Oliver. These are thinking that you can get yourself free from those chains. Lay me to the ground and snap my neck, just like I did to Evelyn. There it is. There's the look I've been waiting to see. But it's not just about stopping me, is it? No. There's something else in there. Confess, Oliver. When you see Diana in the afterlife, <laughs> give her a kiss from me. He ages well. He has an age that 
Like Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger, they fucking aged terrible. I didn't like him at I'm gonna finish this. No! Are you gonna let your fuck out finish this for you? I know. Mr. Quinn! You don't have to do this, Oliver. We both know that I do. The man with his justice, I promise. You're right. He was justice. You've told yourself you kill because you have to. Confess, Oliver. You don't kill because you have to, so why? Why do you do it? Because I wanted to. by his own words <laughs> he's not confused but what he realizes is that a whole time prometheus has been playing him and just to say that one thing to break him mm. and then now it leads into did i play the clip for this week's i did with Cap yes. captain boomerang mm -hmm. so now we lead into the big fight only on you where all the flashbacks and the current time are going to meet up in one big melting pot and everybody's going to have this big battle royale it's gonna be fucking awesome seeing deathstroke can i skip season one because i'm no still... <laughs> because season one is where like all the foundation of the whole thing no i'm telling you look all i right. watched th three quarters of the season of arrow in like two nights i mean you could it's 40 minutes 41 minutes an episode i, know, you I binged <laughs> i'm telling you you can burn through Flash. um so yeah that's that legends of tomorrow i'm not even gonna talk about right now because we're going way over yes. we'll talk about that next weekend but uh We'll talk about that next week or something. When all the finale, you know, next week when all the finales end, we'll wrap up all, all the shows. Yes. You got anything um, else to talk about? I do have some news. Venom, Tom Hardy. What do you think? Uh, I like the casting. I don't like the idea. Yes, you should. We had this discussion over text message. I really. He's like not going to be in the Spider-Man universe. universe. He's not. Well, he's not going to be in the MCU, and I don't know how they're going to tie the Spider-Man stuff in. But somehow. See, and this is the problem I have with this. Like, I love the cast. I love Tom Hardy as that. Yes. But the problem, there's two, a couple problems. Tom Hardy's way older than Tom Holland. Yes. So this movie is going to have to be... Like in the future. Set in the future, right? But somehow, they're going to have to age Tom Holland up or get another Spider-Man who looks older. It'd be kind of cool if they brought back Tobey Maguire. No, that'd be hilarious! <laughs> and they're going to have to use him to bring the symbiote, which is Venom, you know, into the... To infect Eddie Brock, so I don't know how they're, how they're going to work that yet. I don't know how that's going to happen. I'm excited for this. I, I mean, am because because we're but so it has used. To be done right. But like yeah, like you this said, is it has Sony to be done right. Is, this isn't Marvel. This isn't <laughs> no. It has know. to be done right. But the thing is, like you know, we get so I'm so tired of hearing about you know even Marvel addressed it in the Spider Man. What happened to you? It's hard. It's complicated. Oh, one Basically, more thing we about Arrow. One more thing about I mean? Arrow. They mentioned Snowden. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, back, back to Venom. Just... He's a superhero to me. <laughs> 
all hail Snowden. It's just funny hearing <laughs> hearing them bring up this is the biggest villain since Snowden or something. So, oh or wow, biggest hack or so, I can't remember what that. But anyway, yeah, I, look, I love the cat casting. I think Tom Hardy. Could I play think that I think once we see more, what's going because on? Because if I people think... don't realize what happened to Venom, is Eddie Brock gets cancer, ends up getting the symbiote, which then he decides he's gonna like go Deadpool. get his body ripped. No, it's a little different because he decides he's going to go and get his body all ripped. He's a skinny guy. Decides he's going to go and start like lifting weights and doing all these things. Before but see, he dies they did that before. I mean, with Captain America, they did the small, it's big. I mean, well, yeah, but but I don't think they're going to do that. No, either. I don't think so either. And I think that you know, I didn't like the Bane that was with Poison Ivy in that movie. Well, well it was corny. Yeah, it was corny. It was. So, you know, but with all this going on, I mean, I think that he's going to be an awesome Venom. But tell me, Bruce, because he was an awesome Bane. I play Eddie Brock. <laughs> If I know there's going to be no Spider-Man. <laughs> there's got to be a reason. The script has got to has, has Unless to it's grab him. solely an origin story is what I'm thinking of. It's just solely an origin story. There's, they, look, he, mm. there's no way to, to do it other than that. Like, I don't know how else. They, you have to have Spider-Man involved. With any tale of Venom, there has to be Spider-Man involved. I mean, there's spinoffs, yeah. too, of Venom, but this is the Eddie Brock one, so... I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know. I'm excited. You have to have Spider-Man to bring the symbiote back. But I'm excited for this because, you know, I'm tired of the normal Maybe. routines of comic okay. book movies. See, and the weird part about this movie, it's set to come out next year, mm-hmm. 2018. Super fast turn, turn, turnaround. Like, that's like a, a year, one year from the casting the yeah. movie's supposed to be out, whereas some of these movies are four and five years out. I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, the only way this could happen is if in the future, Tom Holland, while fighting on Infinity War, brings back the symbiote. But then that means the movie would have to take place after both the Infinity Wars and after Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man 2. So it's going to happen in the future. That's what we think. Has to. There's no other way around it. But then if it happens in the future, when do you get young Eddie Brock fighting as Venom fighting young Tom Holland? It's weird because there's a big age difference between the two. So even if you set this in the future, at some point they have to come face to face. Where they where they would be Spider Man now. Where they would be the same age. Because you showed me that fucking video last week. What? Tom Holland in the corset doing (laughs) Rihanna. Oh yeah, that was good shit. I can't fucking. I I watched that episode. It was actually really. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm ready to see where it goes because I'm tired of the same. You know, if it's done with with you know all this stuff going with comic books. They all you know we talked about. What I worry is, I hope it's just not Sony getting ready to lose the rights to a character and just throwing a movie out there. That's what I'm worried of because that's what Sony's done. Yeah. The only time Sony's ever, well, I mean, like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans are fun and they were good, but they weren't made to keep the rights, whereas all the Andrew Garfields were. And even Spider-Man 3 almost felt like it was made that way, which had Venom, which wasn't a very good Venom. Yeah, it was the guy from that 70s show, right? Topher Grace. Yeah, yeah. Topher, the guy with the fucking... So... I don't know where they're going to take this. I have no clue where this is going to go. Uh, I'd be curious to see. Like, I hated how, it how they had, you know, in the third one they had the Sandman, right? Was that yeah. yeah. Sandman Venom. and Venom, and yeah. like it was just it and felt it overcrowded. Up. It was a little bit overcrowded into yeah. a what was it like two and a half hour movie? Like it just felt too. And they crowded. had Rhino, or no, that was an amazing Spider-Man. They had Rhino, uh, Electro, or whatever his name was, the Jamie Foxx character, and then they also they had like three villains in that. Oh, I didn't like the, the Andrew Man. Garfield ones. The, no, I didn't. I didn't mind Andrew Garfield. I just didn't like the directions the movie went. But Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. No, he I was good. It. But like the it. CGI and like all the weird shit going. I don't know. Like they could have done so much more with that. And I love Tom mm. Holland, so I'm excited. So I am too. And I, I'm curious to see where it goes. But we'll just have to see. I I I just don't know. 
How? I mean, I guess they got a plan. So we'll just have just have to see. Yes, there's got to be plans out there, guys. X twenty three. She's getting her own movie, guys. Well, it's not an own, her own movie <laughs> well, just per se. Yeah. It's a spinoff, which could be the next mutants or the X mutants or whatever you yeah. want to call. Did X, you see X-Force, the her audition X-Force. tape? Yeah, it was fantastic. It's her good. face. And like when <laughs> when Hugh Jackman says, "Shut the fuck up," you can tell she's like, "Yeah, it was good. It was good stuff." Like, <laughs> he said he went home with bruises. <laughs> that girl was meant to play that. Yeah, she was fantastic, and she said, you know, she wanted to improvise. You yeah. know, like so when her when she's speaking Spanish and that that was all improvised. Yeah, it, it's good stuff. I I really like what they look. Logan to me is a fantastic. Yes, movie. fantastic. Just, it's a great movie. Um, also, oh. the there's going to be a total solar eclipse August 21st, guys. It's the first in 38 years. I just want to keep reiterating you know what this. happens when that happens? We're going to find a freaky plant. We, we get a talking <laughs> plant that needs blood. And Rick Moranis has to Feed save Feed me Seymour. Feed me all night Audrey long. Audrey, too. <laughs> I need blood. I'm a mean, mean talking machine. I can't remember that song. Goes. When it comes on, I can. <laughs> and I'm big green and I'm I'm excited. I'm going to be at the plant store, like, waiting. Which plant is going <laughs> to... <laughs> uh, but is are, are, are we gonna see it it's between 48 states i believe it is we're gonna see because that it. that's the catch like yeah because it's gonna be like 48 states but this hasn't happened in 38 years so even if i have to watch it on skype somewhere yeah but i believe it's 48 sa- states so i think we are included in that so but i'm a green green mama and i'm i can't remember how you said it. and guess what guys oh we gotta talk about this too guess what guys what guess what Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. They're teaming back up. Are back! <laughs> but why don't they make a goddamn Shaun of the Dead too? Well, they're going to do a horror they're comedy. Gonna, they're, they're getting back to the roots. Horror. But they're no, never they're not. Be because that movie is perfect. It's flawless. It's I watched that the other fucking night. It still gets me. Okay? But I'm just saying, they're back into the horror comedy universe with the movie called, uh, with the Slaughterhouse Rules. What, I'm not sure that's the production company well, or the movie. S- Slaughterhouse is like old school movies. So, I mean, I'm excited that they're back in the genre. I mean, I, a lot of people hate Hot Fuzz. It was, it was okay. funny. It wasn't funny. It was not. It was. It, was it had its moments. Okay? Look, the only time it was funny was when Nick Frost had to walk over the little town or whatever and he's crushing it. That was the only time. That movie, look, I was really disappointed in that movie. It, it had its moments. Um, At World's End, I, like I thought that, uh, that one Didn't was good. That? Yes, we've seen that together after like my movie. breakup. <laughs> was it? Yeah, after Kenneth. Uh. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then Paul, which is so underrated. I feel like nobody knows about this movie. Fucking watch Paul. Yeah, Paul's good. We did a commentary on Paul. Yeah, so I'm excited that they're returning. Yes, I'm so excited. Uh, and George A. Romero is coming back. Who cares? I know. Look, I'm a massive fan. <laughs> it's called of, Road of, of the Dead. Whatever. <laughs> or otherwise known as Roadhead. I mean, like that's what people are going to be getting while watching this stupid fucking movie. <laughs> Look. Uh, I'm a. He helped create this whole thing. I can't say he created it because Russo was involved in it. So he he was one of the masterminds yes. behind this whole thing. But the problem is, his movies are shit yes. now. I mean, if you've seen Diary of the Dead and Diary uh, of the Dead was terrible. What was the um, the one where they were on the island? I can't remember any of them all. Land of the no no Land, no, of, the Land of the Dead was, was okay. good. That was that was okay. Was they okay. had feeling and they went underneath the water. That I did like that. It was one. okay. We seen that one in movie theaters. Probably yeah. I think we did. Yeah, there like was we another seen the guy from Diary of the Dead. I know people Blade are screaming 3. at their earphones right now. Like you don't know what they are. There's Diary of the Dead. Not Diary of the Dead. Fuck of the Dead. No. <laughs> I, I can't honestly I can't I've reviewed all these movies yeah, but I can't remember. I mean any of them. they just suck. They weren't good. They what was the one good. that you showed me with the guy from Modern Family? 
That's that was Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Yeah, the remake. Okay. It's just so weird watching yeah. him as Phil Dunphy. I know. He's like banging some chick, and you're like, what the fuck? I it's know. Um, I want his Phil wisdom. So look, when it comes out, I'll watch it. Will it be good? Probably not. Probably not, yeah. That's my thoughts on it. I just wanted to, I mean, people are so obsessed with George Romero. I mean- And I get is, it. I, I mean, get he it. is a legend, you know, in the horror but community and stuff like that. But I mean- Night of the Living Dead to come back. Exactly. Like, seriously, these are low-budget movies he's making at this point. Yeah. Well, he's always made low-budget well, movies, no, I guess. Well, did he make Daybreak? No. no. He made Martin, which was a pretty good movie in the 70s. Right after Night of Living Dead, Martin was one of his better ones. He did that, and then he did. He didn't do Serpent, Serpent in the Serpent Rainbow, Rainbow, right? No, no, that was someone else, right? Tim uh, Burton? No, no, it was a big director. Steven Spielberg? Maybe. I don't know. I was going to bring my uh, Echo down here, but I could just go, Echo. Who made Serpent and Rainbow? Mm-hmm. And it would just answer for us, so we would have it on. I could plug it in to play right through here. Next week, that's what we'll do. Yeah, that's what we'll do. It'd be easier than us going. Look, um, look. One more. Th- we got to talk Hold about on. this. I got to talk about this real quick. This is actually old news, but it's good you in- you brought this back up because I okay. want to talk about it. You that. can talk about your thing first. All right. I'm oh. so excited for Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, guys. Oh, my. Look, I'm I, it's, I'm a big fan. So when it comes out, I'll watch it. Now, this here, this is, you posted this earlier, The Dark Universe. Yes. So basically, and we've known this for a while now, they wanted to bring back the Universal monster movies. They want to bring back Dracula, Wolfman, Mummy, all these different characters. But the only way to do it is go to the oldest story, which goes back to the Mummy, which is why the Mummy's coming out with Tom Cruise. Yes. And they had to get a big name actor to play the character to get more buzz into. And the Russell Crowe looks amazing, and I'm not a big Russell Crowe fan. Are you not entertained? I'm not a bit. But not I did like here? him. Did you ever watch Nice Guys yet with him and Ryan no. Gosling? But I'm a, and, and I, I, you know, what? I'm becoming more. I watched La La Land. Fuck that movie. Fucking fantastic. No, that movie was horrible. Fantastic. Irene and I both got up and went and had sex in the middle of it. Really? We were bored oh, as shit. Fucking with loved that movie. it. But no, I mean, nah, did you ever see Crazy Stupid Love with and Ryan Gosling? Yeah, I've seen that. But and I, I love Emma Stone and uh and him. Yeah. But that movie, I'm telling you, Moonlighting should have beat that in every fucking category. Did you see Moon? Yes, Moonlighting? I did. Moonlighting there was, was way a, better. There was a lot way of other better. stuff out there, but I feel like that was like the go to. Like people were surprised. Did not I mean, like that movie. I liked it. It was a snore fest. Who knows? I start playing with my painter. But see, I mean... <laughs> it was boring. Like, literally, the movie had nothing to it. There's no guts to that, that No that guts. Movie. By the way... I mean, it's a typical award-winning by movie. By the way... But I didn't like it. I did fucking watch... Get Out is fantastic. Arthur, Legend <laughs> of the Sword. You know what? David Beckham, good fucking actor. All right. Okay. I like it. That's all you got out of it? No, no. I'm just saying. I was surprised by that. I love the story. I love the way it was set. A lot of people just had problems with the, that it was like a sausage fest, I guess. Well. It was a lot of guys, but it makes sense. I I mean. I was reading a lot of reviews on it. A lot of people had, you know, he got, he uh, almost got arrested on that set, Mm -mm. Charlie Hunnam, because he tried stealing one of the swords. He got popped (laughs) trying to leave the set with it. Uh, that movie cost $145 million to make, made $15 million opening weekend. It's one of the biggest flops in movie history. And it really shouldn't be. It really fucking shouldn't be. You know, I think if it was released at a different time. Those, look, I told you this when it came out. Those movies never do well in theater. Now, once it gets out 
and people see it, they might enjoy it, but they never yeah. do well in. Theater. And I think people have a problem with Guy Ritchie and Jude well, Law was amazing. Charlie Hunnam was amazing. I mean, there was some stuff, but I mean, I seen fucking terrible work, like fucking out of insane, terrible movies with big CGI known actors. Was really bad, isn't it? it wasn't that bad. I've seen worse. That's what I'm saying. What was that Gerard Butler movie that he came out with recently? The Gods? No, something uh, with the Gods. I don't watch any of those. I mean, there's they there, never you do know, well. So there's all this them. stuff going on that's you know, it's not bad. I liked it. I really liked it. I think you should give it a try. I think you would like it. I think you would like it. Maybe one day. Just not interested right now. It's just it's not my thing. I know, and, and, I, that's and my I think thing. that's and I think that's the problem. There's more people out there that don't give a shit about that than do give give a shit about that. I get you're trying to bring the King Arthur story back around. You're trying to give it a new twist and take, but from everything I was reading, just said there's major plot holes throughout the entire thing. The story doesn't make any sense, and by the time they get to the end, it doesn't justify the beginning. I don't. If you, it, it does. Just, to me, it sounds like a jumbled mess. It's not a jumbled mess. People make it out to be like that. And honestly, you know what? I was reading this thing. on. It was an article, and it was uh, the worst um, reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, right? I don't even know what it got on Rotten Tomatoes. No, no. What it wasn't it? even for this 11%. movie. 11%. It wasn't even for this movie. It was other movies, okay? And it was talking about, like, Zootopia. And it was like, oh, yeah, let's teach our kids not to respect criminals. Never seen that one. I know, but I'm <laughs> like, this is what, like, people leave the stupidest reviews. Like, someone put Deadpool and said, had to turn it off after three minutes. Did not realize this wasn't a kid movie. Yeah, but I think the reviews are different. Like, okay, so you're looking at people reviews. Yeah, I don't look at critics. But the critic reviews, I think, are where all these movies get the majority of their push from. Yeah, and that sucks. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because a lot of critics, well, certain movies like I mean, okay, honestly, like Suicide Squad, you're like Oscar winning, blah blah blah, it whatever. It is. it is. It shouldn't be. There was tons of more movies, but see, but the critics, the critics decide. Like, what was that movie that they released? But the critics didn't decide oh, wait, on this wait, 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 one. No, no, no. What was what was the movie that the artist, the black and white movie that was fucking stupid as fuck? It was a silent mm. film like three years ago, and it won all these Oscars Never and stuff. Heard of it. That's what I'm saying. You, I don't ever listen to the critics. I go to the user reviews for everything. Well, I don't listen to the cri- critics either. Like, so when that movie dropped, I go. Th- th- I'll tell you exactly what I do, and I usually do this once a day just to get the feel of what how people, okay, air mm-hmm. quotes, people yeah. are feeling. I go on the Facebook, and I click you on go tr- on the Facebook, the book of face, and I click trending. Right, and then I see what's trending. So that day, I knew King Arthur was going to be trending. I went under and I clicked on it. So then, what you get is you get a plethora of people posting who are not friends with you. Mostly, I mean, there's a few of your friends you'll see pop up in there who maybe went and saw some, but it's mostly people you don't know. It's yeah. mostly people across the world, and I usually judge not the movie but the feel of a movie by that. So if I get on there and I see out of ten reviews, everybody's saying it's shit. I'm not going to watch that movie. But see, if you look at if most of the reviews, get, reviews, they're not if I talking get about... Fi- if I get half that say it's shit and half that say it's not, then I'll give it a shot. Like, okay, so if you go on but IMDb... there's so much out there. I'm not going to waste my time on shit that I know I'm not going to like. See, that, see that's I think thing. you would like it. You might, but I'm not... See, that, see that's the problem, though. Regardless on anything besides... I, I'm not into 
old mid. I know you're not shit. into like the mythology. I'm not. No, it's medieval. Like, like that medieval, medieval fighting. Yeah, I'm not. It's, like it's myth- just not me. I get that. I am. Like I love the Tudors. A lot of people thought that so, was a fucking boring show. But I mean, if you look at the reviews, like all these user reviews, nine, eight, six, seven. Well, now seven is six is a decent number for a fucking movie like this. But you see that with all movies, right? So what happens even when Suicide Squad came out? Right after it came out. Before it came out, everybody said it was complete shit, right? Yeah. So then it comes out and people are like, it's not as bad as everybody said it was. It's You got to give it some time to really get a feel for it. But maybe one day I'll watch it. But as of right now, I have no interest in that movie. I actually want to go and see it in movie theaters. And in fact, it's funny because two weeks before that movie, Charlie Hunnam came out and said he would never play a comic book character. He would never cross that line because that is a ridiculous line to cross. And everybody who does that is selling themselves out, right? The day after that movie comes out, what is he doing? Out, uh, flop, Z? No, he's something? not. He's not doing anything. I don't know what he's doing. But th- the day after that movie comes out and is a box office flop, he says, "I'll be Green a- a- Arrow." Two days later, he says, "I'll be Green Lantern." Slow down, dude. Less than a week ago, you were just shitting yeah. on all that stuff. Because your movie flopped doesn't mean you need to just try and rush into everything now. Like that's what I hope he doesn't do because I really liked him in like Pacific Rim and stuff, mm-hmm. and I want to see more of that from him. Don't just do things to try and make your name popular again. Yeah. Because it felt like he was in damage control. Now, honestly, I feel like he is better suited for TV. He's an actor, better suited for TV. Okay. So I never look. My wife watched Sons of Anarchy. I probably I, I I would watch it with her when I would, but I didn't like follow the show. I didn't know the story. I knew some of the storylines. He was fun to watch, but I always felt myself on that show more compelled to the Ron Perlman character or the older Mayan guy. Was yeah. the guy with all the older Spanish guy who was having sex with Jenna, Gemma, whatever her name was, the Ron Perlman's ex-wife. I forget his name. He was Perlman's a fucking mom. Dexter. Whatever that guy. Yeah, he's, I like yeah. his character, and in fact, I thought that's what the Mayan spinoff was going to be around. But then it's going to be like back in the seventies. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the spinoff. I mean, SOA, you know, <sighs> the first season amazing. I mean, it did fall downhill, and that's why I love seasons that realize, like, like, like shows. I love when they realize that they've reached their end and they actually end it. Like, like Game of Thrones. Okay, I stopped after watching season four, but I respect them for having season seven be in the last season because they know before it ends. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Walk a lot of shows keep going and yeah, going and Walk going. Away from it before it gets exactly. Stupid. And I love that. Like Dexter, Dexter should have ended two seasons, two seasons before That's with the Trinity Killer. There's a lot of shows that are like should end it way before they. Like, yeah. To me, uh, honestly, Arrow should end after this season. That's when it should end. Uh, Flash can probably get six or seven. Like seasons. I think Walking Dead's got two more good seasons in them before. I think two, and that's it. I can honestly only see two two more seasons, and it's not because of the content or the story. I just only see people giving a shit for another couple years. Yeah, I think two more seasons, and I that think whole, that's done. That whole fad is really falling down. Like, the whole zombie fad is really taking it. I mean, same with the comic spin. book, though. The comic book still sells to a point. I mean, the show's more popular than the comic book. The comic book can continue on. And no, continue I mean, like, same eternity. with the comic, like, the whole bubble. Like, there's always that fad. I mean, a couple years ago, we had, like, vampires, and then, you know, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's that it's that thing, and the, it's, it's just cycles. bursting. Now, and now they're bringing back the universal monster. We're going to get more Dracula yeah. and werewolves and, you know, whatever. So we're getting all Twin that Twin Peaks came back, by the way. I haven't watched it yet, though. I can't wait for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen re- re- remake. I like the original. <laughs> I like seeing Tom Sawyer running around with pistols and yeah. fucking I mean, and blowing shit up. There's a lot of content out there. There is. And that's why I pick and choose. And that's why I never repeat watch. Oh, I repeat watch. Never repeat it's watch. It's because when I do my FX I've seen makeup, Doctor Strange 
One time. I've seen Doctor Strange three times. One time. I've seen Guardians see, Galaxy. One time. What? I've seen Ant Man. One time. I've probably watched Guardians of the Galaxy at least nope. no over at least eleven times. I never rewatch because there's so much content out there. Like Outcast, the show that's on Cinemax. Yeah. You, I'm telling you. But see, a lot of the preacher times, coming back. Yeah, there's so much. A out lot there. of the times, what happens is when 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 I say, get out when I say fantastic. I rewatch Split, stuff. Fantastic. That I a don't documentary just, the other day I watched with Dr. Greer, unacknowledged. It's fucking great. But I'm saying, That's listen, I listen. I have a lot of hobbies. So it's when I lot. do my makeup, FX makeup, I just turn on something that I've already seen. See, I don't. You, do you know what I do in that situation? I turn on something I'm not really sure if I care about. And I and I kind of had no. That see, I'll, I'll care about stuff because like I watch. That's weird like me giving movies. it a. That's like me giving it a try. And if it can capture me while I don't care, then I know I'm gonna. Like it when I do care. Nah, see, I but I never rewatch. I always, re-watch. I always just put it on and then let it like, because it's also good for your anxiety. Actually, there's a study out there um, that says that rewatching old movies that you've already seen or shows and stuff like that can actually be good for your anxiety because you know how it ends. You know what I mean? So it's not like a surprise. But I, when okay. I do my makeup and I paint and stuff, I just turn on something that I've already seen and then I'll turn on my fucking Pandora and fucking rock out to Eminem. That's cool. I just don't. I never rewatch. Very Bryce rarely. actually made fun of me because like I've been listening to hardcore rap, like old school rap, like you know, Tupac, DMX, Eminem, Dre, fucking all those people, and like I'll snap him, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And then finally, he was listening to his iHeartRadio, I think, and he and Dr. Dre came on, and he like snapped it to me. <laughs> you know, there the only time where I will rewatch stuff is once they get about fifteen years old. That's when I start rewatching. Because that's when I'm like, you know, let me go back and see if I feel the same now as I did then. But no, right now, I don't rewatch shit. Deadpool, one time. But I've seen it. Why do I need to see it again? Because you pick up on so much more stuff and it's hilarious. No, because see, that's the thing. So when I watch a movie, okay, so I'll, I'll tell you what I do. When I get done watching a movie, like let's just say I get done watching Doctor Strange, right? And then I'll go home. And then all of a sudden, I'll start researching everything I know about Doctor Strange. <laughs> And that's how I get all the Easter eggs. Like Infantino Street was Carmen Infantino helped yeah. create the Flash. That way I don't have to watch shit again. I don't need to pick it up again. See, I can spend I like that time doing something else. That's, that's fine. Like I remember like on. two years, like I think it was like three years, two years after Dexter ended, I rewatched the whole first season, second season. The first season of that show was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, you pick up fine. on so much more stuff and it's, you know, you forget a lot of things. What are you looking at? Yeah, camera died. Oh. Forget that idea. Yeah. We tried. Maybe we can get something out of it. I don't look good right now, so it's okay. All right. You ready to move uh, on to this yes, topic? Yes. Let's get into... We need some more beer. Yeah. All right. Ready to jump into this topic? Yes. Let's do it. Let's talk some, about... I got some on place first. There's a song. I don't know. I found this in my research. Someday I'm gonna die, so I better get laid. 
Why is the mongoose talking about getting laid? Name of the song. By Jeff Shit, the talking monster. What the monster. fuck? Is his uh, name Jeff or Geff? Everybody says Jeff, but it's, it's actually spelled G E F. G E F, but it's pronounced with the same G that you would use in like get. So it's pronounced Geff. 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 Okay. All right, guys. So Geff. We could say Jeff because that's what everybody yeah, says. Let's say but Jeff. It's pronounced Geff. So he is a talking mongoose or the dobbly spook. Is what he's called. He is a poltergeist. Well, okay. I'm going to say he's a poltergeist. That's okay. my opinion. He is a talking mongoose, which was claimed to inhabit a farmhouse owned by the Irving family. Yep. The Irving family was a... Uh, uh, okay, this whole thing happens on the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man is like this 12-mile by like 40-mile small island off to like outside on of uh, like England. Apparently, it's only like 30 miles from Liverpool if you were on a boat or something. So, it's this little tiny island off the coast of uh, England there. So, a little. Does he have an accent? I wonder if Jeff had an accent. They never said. But they said he spoke perfect English. Like, so what is. Okay. So, that would be English. Not our ghetto ass style. You know what's funny? I was talking to somebody who's English, and I was like, speak your American. And she was like, and like my friend was like, she does. I'm like, no, it doesn't. There's a difference between my yeah. English and your English. Mm-hmm. I'm American English. Like, <laughs> we, we sound, we have two totally different yeah. ways of talking. We sound like robots, they say. <laughs> we pronounce every letter. I think people in England pronounce every letter. We no, don't. We, we d- most, no, together. most of the time, like we say letter, but they'll go letter. That's how people in England say it. We don't say that. Yeah, I'm not, I know. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, there's like this slang. Yeah. Like, there's this comedian. He says, you know, uh, th- there's two le- two letter two letter T's in the word letter, but yet they are nowhere to be found because it's letter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's what a lot of things. Okay, so on sep- in September 1931, the Irving family, consisting of James, Margaret, and their 13-year-old daughter Voorhees, claimed that they uh, heard. Persistent scratching and rustling from behind their their well, there's two stories. One story says they heard it from behind their walls. Yes. The other story says they just heard it in a barn. We're not really sure on how that account goes, but they heard noise. They heard rustling, and they said it's they didn't know if it was a dog, a ferret, or a baby. That's legitimately their words. They thought there was a baby in the wall. Left a baby. Weird hearing the fact they were like, I don't know, might be a baby. We're not going to care. Weird. Um, so, according to the Irvings, a creature named Jeff introduced himself and was told it was a mongoose born in New Delhi, India yes. in 1852. He says, I am a freak. I have hands and I have feet. And if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be a petrified mummy. That's what they said. Now, okay, so according to Vori Jeff, I'm going to say Jeff. He wouldn't say Geff because that's how it's pronounced. But I'll say Jeff was the size of a small rat with yellowish fur and a large bushy tail. 
Uh, he was an earthbound. They say he was an earthbound spirit and a ghost in the form a, of a mongoose. And an extra, extra clever mongoose. Yes, extra. What that's what they described him as. No, he, he, that's what he described himself, himself as. as. He says he's an extra, whatever. Extra, extra clever mongoose. Now extra, the interesting extra, read thing. Read all about the it. The interesting thing that I have not found on a lot of the stuff I found on a couple of sites is that if you go back and look in India, there's a lot of references to talking mongoose. Now, the weird part about this is you're telling me a family from a little tiny island off the coast of England would know that? Yeah, that's a little perplexing. It's a little weird, right? Like That would be a, that would take a lot of research and a lot of Right. That's where I was yeah. like, okay, so maybe there's something to this. But we'll get into that yes. as we go. So, this mongoose would be like the guard dog. How do you think he talks? Hello, puppet. No, well, he's from India, he says. So, so you think he talk like this? No, but he has the the English. But he's from so, Eng- India, so they probably speak a totally different language. No, it's probably like... If you ever notice, actually, a lot... Like, um, in, like British people right now, like they're fighting because they say that a lot of Indian people are over in their country. I don't know if you know this. Um, <laughs> but he probably would have like a mix between the two languages i have a feeling if he's from new delhi he's gonna have a fucking indian style thing okay it doesn't matter it's fucking 80 years after the fact he said he was born so uh he could have picked up a lot of different accents i guess by then all right he would watch and secure the house he would keep the family in check he kind of would he would he would do things for them if they fell asleep he would put out the fires for them he would go run off animals that were coming up from the neighbors he'd actually go and spy on the neighbors and come back to the family and like say hey so and so is doing this or don't go outside because there's like a large dog yeah like, supposedly he helped the family he was not a malevolent spirit in, in, in but he did world. have an angry side they say well I wouldn't say it was angry I would say it was mischievous he liked to fuck around. Yeah. But he wasn't like out to hurt anyone. No. Like, the only, and there. in fact, the only time he ever hurt someone was when the mother had said to him many times, or the, she would say, show me your teeth, show me your teeth, show me your teeth. Finally, he said, stick your hands in this hole in the crack white before they actually knew that he was Jeff the Talking Mongoose. She stuck her hand in there. He bit her and then said, you better put some ointment on it. <laughs> exactly those words. Or put some ointment on the bite, I think is what he said. So... He was like mischievous from what I was yeah. told. I mean, uh, he would he would actually go hunting for the family for food. Mm-hmm. He would catch rabbits and he they said that he would uh, strangle them with his four paws. Yes, which with his paws. conflict so, the cast they found later. I'm just I'm I'm trying to imagine a mongoose strangling him. <laughs> it's He's just... tiny. Tiny little guy. <laughs> tiny little guy. Oh shit. Uh, he ate biscuits. Chocolates. He apparently and loved the biscuits and chocolates and bananas. Yeah, the family would. Then uh, it was funny because the family would put him up on a rack in the kitchen, mm-hmm. high enough to where like no other animals could come in and get to him. And supposedly Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. We should say Jeff. G. We're gonna say G. <laughs> G would uh, come in while he thought the family wasn't looking, take him and go. But apparently the family had said they were looking and, and saw Jeff many a times. Yeah, he did. Like when he when they. It took a while for him to actually get out there into the family. And then, you know, he would talk through the walls. They say that he was very vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he finally introduced himself, that's when he became like, you know, the guard dog of like the family. He came very protective of them. He just hung them. out. He would sing songs with them. Yes. He just hang out. Yes. Uh, actually, his favorite song was Carolina Moon. Mm-hmm. It wasn't rolling, rolling no. on the river. 
Left a good job oh, in the city. The only thing about this, this working for the man every night and day. The biggest problem I have with this whole story, though, is is the fact that there is zero evidence of. Any yes, of but it. see, here's the thing: they can't validate it or disprove it because two nope. neighbors said that they have they saw it. Mm-hmm. Other witnesses have said they saw this mongoose. Um, do we know if it exists? No, we don't because they sold the farm. Uh, We're jumping ahead, though. Let's go back a little bit, because once they sold the farm, is when shit got really wonky. So, okay, so so let's go back a little bit. The family itself, they would go to the market and do different things, and supposedly G would like hang out, but in he the would bushes. like he would like walk along the bushes and talk to them and do all these different things for them. It reminded me of Paul. He just kind of like I don't know. He just hung out, you know. Um, so at this point, uh, Jeff was starting to become popular in the tabloids because they were starting, the family was talking about this mongoose that would talk, and uh, they're playing around with the iTunes up there. I don't know what's going on with my phone. Uh, <laughs> so they would, they, they would do all these, they would you know, tell people about Jeff, and people didn't believe him. And this is where it started to get weird because what happened is the, um, the family you know, had started really telling people that Jeff was like a real thing. People didn't believe it. They would bring people over to the house. Nothing would happen while, while they yeah. were in the house. But that doesn't mean anything per se. I mean, if I was an evil, or if I was a spirit, Jeff reminds me of Casper the Friendly Ghost. It's, that's the whole whole time I'm reading this. I'm like, this is Casper the Friendly Ghost, but in a mongoose form. It reminded me of Beetlejuice. You know how like they're trying to bring him out, but yeah, he's not but coming? Yeah, but he was like doing questionably moral wrong things. Jeff never really did that. So it reminded me of Casper. It was more of a Casper story. Okay. Because he was like this innocent person, but he would like to have fun. Really reminded me of Casper. It reminded me of Chucky. <laughs> Chucky was killing people. I know, but I'm just saying, saying, okay, he's a spirit in a... a but he wasn't thing. killing people. It doesn't matter. Not yet. We don't know. No, because he was killed by the family after they sold the house. No, we don't know that for we sure. D- well, okay. So what what happened is <laughs> Jeff would do all these things, but people would come over. They could never get a thing. There's only one photograph that's supposedly of Jeff, but we're not 100% sure. Now, the interesting thing is mongoose aren't native to the Isle of Man. They were brought over by people to hunt some of the rats and the smaller a- a- animals. But like anything, when you introduce something that doesn't belong it somewhere, the ecosystem. it changes. They all of a sudden start taking more uh, clout or whatever you want to say. They start taking over. That leads to this. Okay. So, at this point, there is Jeff is like known like pretty much worldwide at this point, or at least over there. He's a tabloid. He's staple. starting to get a little bit of, of hubbub, as they would say. Now, supposedly, and we'll get into the the sale of the house, which leads into what you're about to say. But supposedly, this was the daughter and the mother trying to get the father to sell the house. Could that have happened? I don't know. Could have. I don't know. The biggest claim was that she was a ventriloquist. Yes. And they said that the way she was projecting her her voice was through uh, sound tubes. Because the house was very echoey. But the whole sound tube thing is discredited right off the bat. Because the first, wor- the first chapter of ventriloquism and talks about you can't take your voice and put it somewhere else. Like, I can't... Nobody can stand here and project her voice over in that corner without using some form of yeah. sound tube or tunneling or corridoring. It just it's it's impossible. So the whole tunneling thing goes right out the way. Ventriloquism doesn't matter. Even if she was a ventriloquist, she wasn't doing sound projection, which is impossible. So 
no matter what you look at it, the only way that she could have made sounds come from behind the wall is to be behind the wall. Yes. The daughter, Voorhees, is what they would they they thought she was the the one who did this because she was this kid living in this boring area. There's nothing to do there. She was doing this. I don't know. I'm gonna leave this up in the air for right now. I don't know. So they sell the farm at yep. this point. Yep. In nineteen forty five they decide after Irving, the father, died. They decided to sell the farm. That's another thing about if they were to, let's just say, if they wanted to move, they waited till the father died, and then it just didn't make any sense yeah. for the move. So, and because they had a loss on the property, they yeah. sold it at a loss. So at this point in 1945, after the father James passed away, they reported to sell the home because of um, uh, they had lost their rep. They had lost. They lost so much money on their farm and the sell the house because of the reputation that it was haunted by this Jeff the Talking Mongoose. But also they said it was haunted by other things as well. Well, they uh, up until Jeff, they never had any problems. Once Jeff came around, they started to see like weird things like door shutting and all these different things. But it was all stemmed from Jeff. And then from the moment that quote unquote Jeff was killed, it all ended at that point. So... If there is, let's just say, if there if there is something there, it was definitely like to me. I, I just think of this: if it, it's either one or two, two things: it's bullshit made up by the da- daughter, or it's a poltergeist. It's the only two things that could be here. It's not like a, just a mongoose that learned how to talk. That yeah, I don't exist. think it's a mon- <laughs> I think it was maybe a psychotic break from the father because he supposedly he. But was, the daughter was the one hearing it. More yes, than I, than but anybody. I believe that he that they were perpetuating his idea that there was a mongoose, a talking mongoose. Maybe. Okay, I, that totally could be. But I, I, to me, it it sounds like this whole thing started with the daughter and ends with the daughter. Even when she died in like two thousand five, I think it was when she died. Um, she had said it was one hundred percent fact. Like I, she was like, "No, this is real. I didn't make this up. Yeah. You know, I didn't make it up." So that's where you know. So nineteen forty five, they sell the farm. Another family in nineteen forty six uh, buys it, but they really got a really cheap deal Leslie because Leslie Graham, it, an actor who bought yep. the farm, claim yeah. So I mean, he was an actor; he was well known. He saw a, a tiny they, animal on the farm and then shot it, mm-hmm. and that from that point on is basically when Jeff disappears off the face of the earth. Yes, poor Jeff. Poor Jeff, man. All right, P man. <laughs> So the body, so he said that he shot and killed Jeff. Uh, the body is actually on display and is said to be black and white and much larger than the famous mongoose. The, we only have one picture of what this quote unquote Jeff looked like. Is that the one where, where he's wearing a hat? No. Oh. It's one where he's sitting on a, a piece of wood that's going across. I'll put it up in our, um, in our art, our cover art for the thing. So let's get beyond that now because this is where, to me, where it gets interesting. In 1935... They decided, paranormal uh, and psychics decided to get involved in this, and they decided to go, and they decided to go check check this out. While the family was still living there, Harry Price, who is like one of the very first original paranormal investigators, investigators who's yeah. known like worldwide, uh, decided to go there. He spent one day there, and then left. He said it was all bullshit. Yeah, he didn't even... Much. He said, I don't really care about any of this. <laughs> so he just like left. Uh, you know, that could be whatever. They did find... Uh, some plaster cast, and they decided to look at that. Well, the plaster cast couldn't tell if it was anything at all. That it couldn't, they couldn't say it was a mongoose. They couldn't say it was a dog. They just didn't know. Yes. And the main reason is because if you like, you see my hand. Mm-hmm. If I take a print and a plaster of Paris, you're gonna get the lines in my hand. 
Well, with with Jeff, supposedly on these plaster casts, it looked like there was no lines. There was no indentations or imperfections in the fingers. Everything was like perfect. So they were like, I don't know, these these are probably fake. If they're not fake, they were like, you know, put here for a reason. Mm-hmm. What, you know, h- however you take it. And they also said they had hair from Jeff, which then went on to be, be looked uh, at and it came back to be just dog hair. Yeah, it came back to be Irving Sheepdog. Yeah, they said it was just dog hair. What so, was his name? It had a cool name. I forget the name. Cletus? There we go. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think it did start with like that. I forget the name of the sheepdog. M- Mona. Mona, there we go. Mona was a sheepdog. Uh, so yeah, at this point, they base uh, Price decided to leave. He did visit them. He did look at some things and he hung out, but he really determined that he really couldn't figure out what was going on here. So he basically just left. Yeah. Um, there was no need for him to be there. He thought. <laughs> There, okay, so some psychic investigators thought that Jeff was a poltergeist or a ghost. Skeptics included that the residents of Isle Man believed the Irving family had uh, colluded to to perpetuate a hoax that was originally by daughter Voorhee. Uh, this was reported by the Isle of Man examiner. Uh, her father tried to convince him that the sound came from somewhere else. This is about the sound tubing thing. Uh, sound tubing doesn't exist without tubes, so I don't know how they, they could actually say that. But see, then again, like this is a farm, so it could be very echoey. So it could be easy for her to, you know, voice, you know, from a distance, have like that echo. You know what I mean? Like she could have just been fucking with her family that turned into. Well, I yeah, she could have been fucking with her family, but I don't think it was the way that I think she was fucking with her family, but not. I think the family. St- got fucked with by the daughter and then they found out right and then they said let's keep going with this and that's where it went from here i don't know if i believe in jeff the talking mongoose or not it's a fascinating fucking story yeah i don't know because they can't validate or disprove so i mean you can't disprove or prove any of it there's nothing in this story that you can say oh this is that or that's that it's just nothing i mean and the, the problem is there's just no evidence one way or the other it's just this weird situation you it's know? just, yeah. And it's there and existed. But people swear that it happened. It's just, and the daughter swore it happened many times. It's just... It's, yes, actually, in 1970, a reporter from Fate Magazine tracked down Voorhees and had an interview with her. And she said, yes, there was a little animal who talked and he did all these things. He was a mongoose, but I do wish that he had left us alone. Yeah. Yeah, and see, that's the interesting thing is they were scared of... At first, they were scared of him until he started showing that he was more than just this talking yeah. mongoose. I mean, if I run across a talking mongoose, I'm going to be like, what the fuck is, you know what I mean? Like, but then if he starts, you know, bringing me rabbits to cook, I mean, maybe I'll. <laughs> I don't know if you, if you looked at any of the pictures, too. I don't know really much about the Isle of Man other than there's like famous motorcycle races, the TT races I was reading that go on there. That's every May or June, either in May, the end of May or beginning of June, they do these races. That's how that island gets most of its money but it looked like a fucking desert it looked like an old west yeah like there's no trees i did see the picture there's yeah. no you know like everything just looked dirt even the house looked didn't even look livable that i was you know the house you look yeah at, i mean we don't fucking... know we i mean was there i'm talking about i mean i'm not gonna say that there wasn't i mean honestly everybody out there who believes in a religion cannot say that this is not fact i mean adam and eve supposedly we there was a talking snake. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, throughout history, there's been people saying that there's been talking animals. Mm-hmm. 
that lead them to a prophecy or a prophet or whatever. I mean, maybe this was just a spirit who got lost on his way to being reincarnated. Who knows? Well, he said he was an earthbound spirit, which means he was on earth and would never leave earth. So he was definitely something who wasn't crossing any plane. He was just here. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. being reincarnated. Maybe he just, I don't even think he was reincarnated. If, if, if anything, if, if he was a poltergeist, I think he was somebody that lived in Delhi, New Delhi, India in 1852 and died at some point and then just happened to take over a mongoose. I mean, I, I, but how did he get from India to there? Like, it's a weird thing. I, it's, 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 it's a, but it's yeah, a story I, that I'm is very popular. It's a story that is very popular. It's a weird one. I don't know. I don't know which end is up here. I don't know. <laughs> but in, in 47 is when Graham uh, trapped and killed a strange animal that looked like a weasel or a ferret. They're not sure if, if what it was. Um, but it, you know, puzzled farmers uh, and press jumped on it. And in the 70s, when Fate magazine tracked down Voorhees to interview her about her childhood experiences, where she proved reluctant to even discuss her former life with Jeff. Um and she I mean, said that there was stories, a little animal who talked. She didn't say yeah, it was a mongoose. She said a little she, animal. She said there was a little animal who talked and did all those other things. She admitted. He said he was a mongoose, and we should call him Jeff. But I do not want wish he had. But I do. But I do wish he had left us alone. Yeah. So apparently, she didn't like whatever it was. I mean, and most people who create these stories go after you know publicity and money and stuff like that. I mean, there's been a whole like case where. They were suing because what was the story with the uh, there was a defamation case where people said it wasn't fact. And yeah, they had the, there was slander uh, against the family um, and later on. And I, if you want me to read that, I can read that because I just what was that. it the Laramie Laramie something. The Lambert slander case in 1937, Lambert brought an action for slander against Sir Cecil Levitia. After Levita suggested to a friend that Lambert was unfit to be on the board of the British Film Institute. Lavita said that Lambert was off his head because he had not believed he had believed in a talking mongoose and that the evil and the evil eye. Lambert was pursued to abandon his action by Sir Stephen Talents, but persisted with it and won, receiving seven thousand six hundred. I guess that's pounds in damages. Um, then it then an exceptional figure for the slander case. Awarded because Lambert Lambert's counsel managed to introduce a BBC memo which showed Lambert's career had been threatened, and if he persisted with the case, the case becomes known as the Mongoose case. Yeah. So the whole thing is up in the air, but I could just imagine like this talking mongoose in this little tiny house just having fun. Yeah. I don't know. I heard about this story a few years ago, and I always just thought it was a cool little story. I mean, I don't know which end is up here. I mean, I can't say I don't believe that there is talking animals out there. I mean, I believe. No, I think the only way there's talking animals out there is if uh, they're possessed by something. Either that or, I mean, maybe, you know, they say the animals hear from a different frequency. That's why they can hear those silent whistles. I mean, maybe we just, our ears are not that's well fine. adapted. That, that, that's fine. But here's the thing. Like dolphins and whales are like some of the most smartest creatures on the face of the earth. And we know they have language. We know they're talking to each other. Yeah. We know that. But we can't We can't figure it out. We, we know nothing. It. So to us, it just sounds like a bunch of... Yeah. But 
It's actual language. And maybe that's how aliens talk. We can't figure it out. So if Jeff was talking, I, I feel like we wouldn't even be able to understand him if he could talk to us, if it was just an animal. We know yeah. we know that animals communicate. We know that dogs communicate with other dogs. We know that Exactly, that's happen. what I'm saying. So it, it has to be, if he's actually talking, either it has to be made up, <laughs> he was possessed, or maybe they were all just fucking crazy. I think I think it was made up by the family, or we had a fucking poltergeist mongoose. I'm pretty sure there's been weirder things going out happening in the world. <laughs> if you step back too and think, like, what if this was an actual thing? Like, what if this mongoose was possessed and could talk, and he was like the eighth wonder world, as they called him back then they call yeah. it the, the eighth wonder world he's this animal that can talk and blah, blah blah but what if it really did exist what if he was the missing pieces to it all i could see that i mean that's what i'm saying you can't you can't and then say some asshole on a farm drunk one night with a shotgun kills him it's probably red herring <laughs> could be anything i, I think know. jeff is still out there uh, he'd be like a hundred and some year, years old at this point well if he's an earthbound spirit he can just hop bodies if he can, but why has he never reappeared? Maybe he has. Why we never heard of him? If I, I would think maybe he has as somebody else. Maybe okay. he comes back as a different creature. I mean, but, there's that guy who married that snake. That's fine. But, who said that the snake was talking to him? That's fine. <laughs> but here's my problem with that: is if he was so, if he was willing to talk so much then, he'd be still willing to talk so much today, and we don't hear about that kind of shit anymore. Maybe he just found the right person who doesn't want to share him. Maybe it's like that guy in Green Mile as the mouse. But he didn't talk. I mean, but they had a relationship, okay? I'm just, just saying. He just knew what he said 20 <laughs> years, years ago. Uh, yeah, look, uh, this, this this is... What? How do you feel about it? <laughs> Me? No, the no. people. I think they feel the like everybody. People. Like, I don't know what the fuck this was. It's a weird thing that happened, you know? Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's one of those things where you just you don't know which is heads or which is tails, and that's fine. Um I'm not going to say that there's a talking mongoose out there, but I will say that something happened. And you know what? Enough people cared to go and investigate. Enough people cared to sue. Enough people cared to write stories. Enough people cared to come to this family's home. So that's enough for me. Yeah. I mean, that's enough for me to say, I don't know. Look, this is one of the situations. I'm not going to say he really existed. I'm not going to say he didn't exist. I'm in the middle somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I'm up in the middle. I mean, I don't know. But I love the I love the story of Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Just I could just imagine this little dude. This little dude like walking around with his little paws like, yeah. mm, give me chocolate. Like <laughs> singing songs and whatever. <laughs> you know? I, I mean, throughout history, people have said that they've talked to animals. So who fucking knows? I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is about to talk to animals. He's about to be Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. This My name's Jeff. There we go. <laughs> My name's Jeff. I wonder if that's where they got it. If they got that name. <laughs> My name's Jeff. I don't know, but it's spelled different. Probably not. Here, fuckers. I don't know. What the fuck is that? Everything that ties in with Jeff. 
question. What do you want? Oh, uh, yes. Um, are you fucking high? You fuck <laughs> two, two, fuck oh, shit. Who is this? I don't know. It must be Jeff. <laughs> He's still alive and well. Jeff, 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 Sounds like Adam Sandler doing a bad impression of Adam hey, Sandler. You want to see my angel? <laughs> Tato ass. Was Jeffy in that the first Scream movie, but the knockoff, what were they called? A stab. Dewey. What was Dewey's first Dewey. name? Dewey. What was his first name? Was it Jeff? No, didn't that it guy wasn't sound Jeff. Like it? it wasn't Jeff. My name is Jeff. It wasn't Jeff. Listen, hold on. It was, well, his name was Dewey, but what was his first name? I don't know. Fuck, why am I forgetting? That's one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. Because listen to this guy. Come on, play. Dun 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 here to save the day. Maybe not. So no, okay, I know what you're thinking. His of. name is My name is Jeff. David Arquette was Dwight Dewey. Oh, okay, it was Dwight. But I think in the knockoff oh, shit, there's more. It was something different. Jeff is alive and well, my friend. Okay. My name is Jeff. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I have bad. I have Jeffy. Oh, bad Jeffy. I'm a bad boy. These are weird. This is the last one. Click one. It's the best one. If it ever fucking loads. My name's Jeff. <laughs> Hi, my name is what? My name is who? My name is Jeff. My name is There. All right, come on. Let's do our questions. Since you, I brought the thing back down. What thing? Maybe the lid. Maybe I, I washed it out. Okay. Let's oh, ask you a question. All right. My name is Jeff. <laughs> Would you rather party with Beetlejuice or Freddy Krueger? Party? I'd rather party with Beetlejuice over Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger doesn't look like he'd be fun to party with, but Beetlejuice does. Yes, I think so too. I mean, he makes a strip club in his little town. Yeah, he's got hookers and hoes all around. I mean, he's not really, I mean, he's not out to kill people, unlike Freddy. But I don't know, Freddy might be fun, too, because he has all those one-liners. Oh, bitch. You don't know who the Freddy version is on... Let's Rick get high Freddy. on some horror. <laughs> Are you feeling wet? <laughs> uh, I don't know what this is asking, but what would you do if you weren't afraid? I don't know what you're afraid of. Okay, if I wasn't afraid of anything, what would I do? What would you do if you weren't afraid? I would 
fall in love. Why? Because it makes the world go round. It's overrated. But I'm too cold-hearted for that. It's overrated. I see too many things. I've known too many things. People don't get together because they're in love. You know why people get together? For security. Convenient. No, for security. For financial you know, and emotional support. You know that what's funny? It. That's why I think that like me and the the guy who left me, I think that because I said marriage is a business contract, I really think that that's what drew him over the line. <laughs> Kind of is. And I was just like, I mean, I don't know. I just want to be with you. Let's be together. I mean, we don't have to be married. No, I'll never come back. The ring. Is that what you said to him? No. He said, leave now and never come I back. I called him a pussy and that was the end. <laughs> Scott, I still haven't received my cure package. I'm the world can be one together. Cosmos without hatred. Stars like diamonds in your eyes. TV show is like Family Guy or something. That was fucking weird. All right, guys. So yes, we are the XD Experience. Check my dick. Uh, check us out check everywhere. XDExperience.com. Call and leave us a voicemail. One eight zero two four eight three three six eight two. Check my dick. Got my new favorite. Check my dick. <laughs> oh my alien. I need a dollar, dollar, dollars, what I need! <laughs> what the fuck was that, Michael? It's new. I don't know what it is. Alright, guys, I'm Inspector Gidget. Yep, I'm Agent M. He's Michael, I'm Rebecca. <laughs> Let's say our real names for once. Like, I'm just yep. kidding. <laughs> I'm your mama and your daddy. <laughs> oh, shit. You were made in a peach. <laughs> We have a cool topic next week, guys. Uh, I have it actually written down at the house. I just forgot it, so I got to text it to you. Right. It's a little bit of science, which I love science. Right. I feel like we haven't really done a big science topic. Yeah, that's from. SpongeBob. Oh. I feel like I should bring out my Irish step dancing. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, we love you. Go check out Jeff, the Talking Mongoose. Let yeah. us know how you feel about this. Let yeah. us know stuff on Facebook. I'm off again all this week again. So. All right, can we do this ghost box session? It's only going to take an hour. Where? You live right by Maryland. We can just drive right there and find a cemetery. Now? Do you want to go now? I don't care. Let's go then. What time is it? 9.45. I think we can make, where, where can we go where we won't get in trouble? I don't know. Some cemeteries get watched. We go to vet. No, I'm not going to a veteran's cemetery. It's weird. Um, I'm trying to think of where there's something around here. I know where there's uh, people go there. I'm Googling. I'm trying to think of places we can go where people aren't going to give a shit. We uh, can also go on Thursday. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Right. Well, if Dad doesn't want to go to Bass Pro, you got, it's only going to take an hour. Dad can actually go to the cemetery with us. I will go I to Bass Pro with you guys. But I got to go to Bass Pro and go to Jillian's game. Okay, well, <laughs> you know what? You're on vacation. It's only going to take an hour. We can fucking if you're going to go to Bass Pro, where is Bass Pro shop? Uh, Harrisburg. Where's that? <laughs> like an hour and a half away. Oh, damn it! <laughs> That's why I'd say. Let me see what's going on with Dad first. Okay, so let's say okay, you are you going to come by the house and pick up Dad? I don't know. Well, you have to go down our house anyway to get to Harrisburg, PA, right? We get on 95 right here. <laughs> 95 is like right there. Because there's two cemeteries.
Cemetery's right in Old New. Right, we'll figure not it out. Old Newcastle, but there's one that we can go. Your to only open day constantly. is Thursday. Yes. All right. Well, I'll have to see what I can figure out. And Saturday. Saturday, I have Irene's party. That ain't gonna happen. That's Friday. Is are you sure? Dad said that too, but maybe it is Friday. Yeah, because that's why I was confused. Because I don't get off work until Friday at eight thirty. We're gonna be there until like midnight. So feel free to all come. Right, we, cool. got, we got the thing all night. All right. Cool. Um, because a lot of PP people have said, um, you know, I ain't gonna be able to be there till six seven. We're like, oh, we're, we got the thing all night. So I, all right, cool. Matter. Then I'll stop by. Well, let me figure out what. Dad all right, we're gonna to figure this out. I okay. Because he's been hell bent on going. To all right, go. Us. But I'm just saying, it's only gonna. I'll meet you here, and then we can find a cemetery right up the road. Yeah, but that would it would have to be at like six thirty in the morning, because I'm rolling out of here at like nine ten to go. But to we can Bass do it Pro. after. Bass I have a, Pro. Jillian has a game. Okay, that after night. Jillian's game. It's no different than right now. Then let's fucking go right now. Well, we gotta find some place to go, or we won't get arrested. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go on Thursday because I know Dad's gonna bail. So I don't know if he's gonna bail, but I'm just saying. Right, we'll see. All, All right. right, we're gonna figure this out. All right, so go check out all those things. xdexperience.com. And I'm gonna try and get the Stitcher stuff figured out and know what's going on over there. But uh, do all those things. Go check all those people out. Uh, you can find all those people on our social media or on our Twitter page or our website. Just go do. Look up all this. Just fucking do it, man. Just fucking click it. Go check out. Make sure you guys get caught up on uh, the CW stuff if you're interested. Because I'm telling you, they if you want to see quality comic book stuff where it's not in movie form. I did. I do like iZombie. I'm just saying that, guys. I mean, the season two is ten times better than season one. Yeah. So check check out those things. Uh, Outcast is back up. I think they're like six or seven episodes deep. I'm on like episode four of that. I love that show. That show does demons the way I've never seen the demon possession stuff done. And Twin Peaks is out too. Yeah, I gotta I, catch I up on that. I heard it's not very good. I heard it was really, do you have reviews. weird people? No, I have honest pe- people. You have honest people. <laughs> Look, I go by what people say, the public. I listened to the public too and they said they the liked public. it. They said the first episode, they said it is a little weird, but they think that it'll pet, catch up. It might, but right now I hear it's not that good. <laughs> so... All right. That's what I hear. Look, I'm just telling you what I hear. I got my finger on the pulse. I'm just tired of them bringing back all these old shows, honestly. Well, that's what's going to happen. Like, I'm tired. Like, why do we need a Roseanne? Because people want to know how that story ended. He died. That was the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But people want to know beyond that. Look, it's just, it's, the thing about it is there's nothing new. You can't come up with something that's completely new without using something from the past. That's the problem. Or using a con, we could. They make Rick and, Rick and Morty. We can make. Yeah, but you got to watch Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty bites off of. That's what I'm Back saying. Back to the Future. I That's mean, what I'm saying. Every, so I don't know. every there's nothing like people are like people don't have anything original. Nobody's new. Well, I don't see anybody creating anything new. I don't see the people who are bitching creating new shit. I believe that there is new stuff getting created. The thing is with movies and TV and stuff like that, you have to have a big backing. So I believe that there is new content out there. Yeah, but it's the new content is is I feel like it's still stealing tropes from old content. That's the reason why the mummy's coming back and all these universal things. It's just it it goes in a big fucking wheel. And it's just now we're at, we were at zombies a couple years ago, which is bringing back the late sixties, early seventies with the Romero. Now we're getting back up and or we're back around to the thirties and forties where all these universal monster things were mm-hmm. going on. Comic books came back. Comic book movies and TV shows were big in the eighties and early nineties, and then they went away. Everything just comes and goes, so everybody needs to slow down with the whole new content shit. 
There's nothing new out there. Every idea has been thought of at this point. If you come up with something, right? Let's just say that you come up with an idea of space, something in space. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do, Star Trek has done it. Star Wars has done it. Alien has done it. All these different things have already done that. It's been done. It's done. There's no new story that you can come up with. It's just, it. they're gone. Ideas are gone. There's nothing new. I think there's stuff out and there. And if there is something new, then people need to create it. Because right now, nobody's creating anything new. And until people start doing that, which I don't think they're going to, that's why we get this recurring wheel of all these shows coming back and all these different tropes like the mummy and the Dracula. Now Swamp Thing's coming back. And King Arthur is another retold story that's been told 70 times. But this was a different... It doesn't matter. It. It's still the same I know, same but it's thing. a different take on it. You just have to watch it. I'm just yeah, going to yeah, say Yeah, Sword in the Stone, blah, blah, blah. All right. So, guys, yeah, xdexperience.com. Uh, I'm, all caught, I'll call, uh, I'm all caught up on Flash, so I can't wait for the season finale, which is tomorrow, right? Uh, Yeah, I think it is Tuesdays. I, I don't know when they actually air anymore because I watch them all day late now. Well, I was watching them day late. Then I fell behind, but now I'm back up. So I'll be watching them a day late. Yeah, all right, go, go do all those things. Uh, next week will be episode 123. Yes, and I have a science topic. There you go, science topic. Do I have it have, written do down. Do you have an experiment to do with it? Probably. I was thinking about that today. We need to get like beakers and test tubes and do shit. I said that a long time ago. Yeah, but we need we need shit to do. Let's fucking do it then. Let's Look it up out a weird <laughs> science experiment somewhere. Let's do our own. Let's do it. I mean, when I do my FX makeup, that's all me doing science experiment. I mean, I just fucking make myself bleed out of nowhere. I mean, it's just... <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I'm down. All right, let's figure it out. All right, let's do it. All right, guys. Go check us out everywhere. Uh, peace out, Brussels sprouts. Keep it real, banana peel. Catch you later.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.